No dessert until after you finish your dinner. Money, 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 How hard could it be to nail down one teenage blind rookie in L.A.? Oh, 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 it's the Dice Man, you fucking queer. <laughs> Sorry, I was I not... I could smell <laughs> your ass from me. Oh. It's not good. <laughs> what, my impression? Yeah. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> oh, and bad. It's not podcast. your average uh, Joey bag of donuts. Prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the... The Spanish conquistador, the assassin number one, the Cuban assassin number one. Remember that guy? <laughs> Episode one fifty two of the Don Blankenship experience. Remember on that coal? We need to get that coal out of the ground. So if that coal doesn't get out of the ground, it's going to rise up and attack us. A lot of people don't know that. It puts a lotion on its skin. I want to get a. A hat and shirt like he had at that rally he held. <laughs> American flag. Hat. Yeah, where he had where he had Hannity and Ted Nugget show up. Nuge the Nuge. He's deflecting the bullets with the power of his rocking. Everybody knows that's possible. I mean, if you're the Nuge, anyway, wearing zebra pants. So rudely interrupted. Those were Zubas, my friend. <laughs> you know who owned that company? Who? You're never going to believe who owned that company. Hogan. I know. I'm going to tell you who owned that company, and you want to buy buy some pairs of those Zubas pants. Only Hawk and Animal, the Road Warriors. Did they really? Yes. Bullshit. They were part owners, at least, of that company. Neat. Them and probably Paul fucking Ellering. Yeah. He had to check those <laughs> stock And, of course, uh, that's old uh, Chucky Tata Sex over there. He's the white Samoan. Sentient polar bear. Are polar bears sentient? Do they know that they're polar bears? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If how, do we, how do we determine <laughs> sentience? Put a mirror in front of them. <laughs> and and they, don't they start doing some it. soft shoes. <laughs> they don't get mad at the mirror. They're like, okay. They start going like this. <laughs> they start doing selfie poses. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 152 of uh, the Don Blankenship Experience, a.k.a. Pillow Fort Radio, whichever one, we go back and forth. It's a slow shift. Yeah, we're rebranding. <laughs> it's the pop machine. We got to rock it back and forth. <laughs> yeah. It is tomorrow's. It's a what is today? Good Saturday. No. Okay, Saturday. I mean, yesterday was Good Friday. There has to be something for the day in between before Jesus comes back to life, right? Um, isn't it Mardi Gras? I don't think that's correct. I thought it was. I think Mardi Gras is in February, right? I thought Mardi Gras was tied in with Easter. I don't think it is, man. I hate who to challenge the, you on something the, so, so important. Who the fuck knows about <laughs> fucking Christians and their goddamn holidays? Uh, well, it's actually, isn't Easter a takeoff of Ishtar, which is pronounced Easter, but it's spelled Ishtar or something like that? I don't know. I read it's some kind of, it's the spring holiday that pagans had. I read something that some evang- evangelical atheist posted. <laughs> where they're trying to Evangelical <laughs> atheist? Yeah, the people that just keep shitting on People that have religion Oh yeah They're so much better Than they are yeah. And smarter Look how dumb they are Because they follow something I'm going to follow Sam Harris Which you know <laughs> Sam Harris is a good guy To follow Yeah He's very reasonable He talks like this He really does It's he, very it's very calming He never gets upset About anything you know. Um 
<laughs> the, the closest I've heard of him to getting upset is discussing Donald Trump. He gets upset. Really doesn't like him. What he does, which I find hilarious, and it's kind of um, high school-y, is somebody else write an article about him, and they'll use quotes, and he feels as though they were used out of context, or they didn't use the full context. Then he'll email them, and they'll have an email exchange, and then that guy will write another article shitting on him again, and then he'll share their, their entire email exchange. <laughs> I don't see a problem with that. I don't really. He did it with uh, he did it with some reporter this week, and he did it with uh, who's the fucking linguist that everybody loves? Um, linguist? Yeah, fucking. Uh, he's on all these documentaries. Has the weird hair, and he talks. And everybody, he's like the biggest lefty in the world. And Noam Chomsky? Yes. He did the same thing with Noam Chomsky like a year ago. I like Noam Chomsky. I don't really know much about him. He's a him. smart guy. Oh, I'm sure he is. Anybody that dresses like that has to be. I mean, yes, he's an ultra lefty, but the thing he's an ultra lefty, right, he's he's absolutely correct about. But, uh, yeah, he, he, gets, he, gets, he gets upset like that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know his mom created the Golden Girls? What? His mom. Not, not Noam Chomsky. Sam Harris's mom. Created the <laughs> I, I kind of guessed. <laughs> yeah. No, Chomsky's mom was ninety six years old when the Golden Girls. She, she would have been Sophia, I guess. She she saw the how did Bill Burr put it? She saw the end of the extermination of the Native Americans. <laughs> anyway, tomorrow's Easter, so that's fun. Yeah. What do you guys? What do you and your family do for Easter? Nothing. Whatsoever. Do you have like a family dinner or anything? No. My family is re- uh, we're remarkably un re- non-religious. Yeah, I always have been. I mean, we tried early. My mom my mom kind of discouraged it. She she would just ask pointed questions about where I was going when I would like to go to church. Where are you going? Church? Huh. Why? Really? <laughs> Okay. They're just gonna. Uh, they're just gonna scare you. You know that, right? Like, scare you into what? Well, Baptist Baptist religion is fear. No, do you think it's more fear than Catholic? Because they're scared of everything. It is definitely more fear than Catholic. They even have to go once a week to apologize to a guy. That's, Apparently, he has God's phone. That's number. tradition. That's not fear. Well, that's the original spying mechanism because the the priests would report to the the authorities. Really? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> That's how it went, bud. That's how it went. You'd, you'd go confess what you did to the priest, and you'd be like, you know, Susan is sleeping with Tom. They're not even married. <laughs> so... I mean, that's punishable by law. I don't know if there's any Catholics named Susan and Tom. Those are pretty... Maybe not all the way back then, but I'm yeah. just using current names. It'd be more like uh, Pete and... Uh, Shabon. That's Irish Catholic. They're different. They're different. different. It's the same to me. They're all the same. Well, it's the same to me, too, but there are different. Uh, Irish Catholics and Roman Catholics are different. Yvonne. How about Yvonne? Yvonne. Or Maria. Maria's Maria is like a Catholic Italian, name, definitely. Italian. Marie, which is the Italian version of Maria. And Mary, which is English version of both. Yeah, it's anglicized. Anyway. Jesus got nailed to a cross by his pecker. They hung him there for 90 years. And they uh, they threw a... Why do all women love Jesus? 
I don't know. Because he's hung like this. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a visual joke, but I got it. You guys know. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys have probably heard that one. <laughs> Your dads have probably told you that one before, if you have dads. No, that's not a dad joke. It's a certain, some dads. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on who's dad. Mm. <laughs> not my dad. Yeah, we tried the religion thing. Um, dad was into it, and mom, I think, was into it a little bit, and then. Which we, church? Which, which, we went to the, which sect? Baptist. Just regular old Baptist? I guess. Missionary Baptist, maybe? It's all the same thing to me. I don't know. I just, the most things I remember are them telling us not to like rock and roll. like, And then playing the rock and roll and me being like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like Aussie. Well, AC/DC. if they had played. if they had, Like they played like Highway to Hell. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if, but it, they, what they should have done if they were going to try to turn you off rock music is play Christian rock music to you. Yeah, a couple striper songs. You'd have been out. Yeah, I, I would have. To hell with the devil. No doing, more rock music. I'd be doing bluegrass right now. Yeah, which isn't bad either. No, no. That they would. Uh, that was the main thing I remember was that and dad getting up and singing and my sister singing. And then, uh, we we missed a few weeks and the the pastors came and and. And the deacons came to the house, and I think they said something about the reason my sister was messed up is because dad didn't go to church back then. What? We just sort of didn't didn't go back. Um. Yeah, and I'm surprised your dad didn't throw down a couple beatings. I'm extremely surprised <laughs> that he didn't. Because I heard about like, this way your later. Dad, your dad seems like the guy who would have thrown down a beating for that. I, I'm sure they heard some words, <laughs> but I, I didn't hear about this until way later. I was like, yeah, it's fucking right. Well, he could have been. Did calm. they know who they were talking? He to? He could have been calm, like my like my mom's dad. Uh, he Grandison T. Licklider, who was a genius, a bona fide genius, and um, he he kept on having like the Boomer Baptists kept on coming to the house, like they would make their rounds, and he was polite until he just couldn't take it anymore. And they were the kind that would tell you that you were going to hell. They were very big hell threateners. Mm. And, hell threat and, <laughs> and he looked at them just one time and said, "Well, I'll meet you there." And then he shut the door in their face, and they didn't come around. Hell threatener that. sounds like a uh, like a good B horror movie. No, it sounds like. Uh, well, maybe I've got. It sounds like a good unit name for an army or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It does the hell threateners? Yeah, like the womb wreckers or the the widow makers. <laughs> Womb records. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the best thing are Game of Thrones sword names. Oh yeah, and when they name their weapons, uh, he's he's brilliant at that. He'll come up with uh, <laughs> my favorite one though is is uh, after Joffrey got killed and uh, <laughs> Jamie Lannister is wearing that sword that they had given to Joffrey, and she's like, "Here's that sword of his." What did he call it? Widow's whale. <laughs> Widow's whale. He really was a cunt. <laughs> she was awesome. Yeah. I think it was Diana Gal- Gal- uh, Galabadon or something like that, as the or Galabadon was her name. She was great. But then uh, some of the sword names were just really cool. Like um, one of the uh, dragon princesses i guess even one of the targaryens yeah. had, had a had a valyrian steel sword called dark sister which is that's a pretty good that's one. a cool fucking name could have uh, been foxy brown's name yeah yeah or jackie brown either one same person played her right 
Yeah. Pam Greer. Mm-hmm. And you had uh, Ned Stark sword, Ice. Um, the Lannisters had a Valyrian steel sword at one point called Bright Roar, which that's a pretty good one. Um, I like the more comical ones, though, when they try to... But they did that with Japanese swords, too. Like, uh, he said, you know what the name of the sword is? Well, the separator. As in, oh, separating your head from your body. I like that. That's fucking awesome. I like right? that. <laughs> My dick moves a little bit when you said that. <laughs> I actually had... Um, the name of the sword I named for my uh, Japanese-inspired fantasy was the blind, because it doesn't matter. It's going to kill you, and it doesn't, and it doesn't have to see. You know, you have to be its eyes. It was was the was the story the guy told about it. It's a famous sword called the blind. Do you have to pull it out of a rock? No, that's more English British <laughs> style. Oh, that is a really cool story idea. Like the sword and stone. Yes. There's a debate over whether he was British or Irish or or uh, Welsh. They don't really know. Hmm. So, I saw a, a, a video of a guy making. I might be able to find it. Making a knife out of aluminum foil. Taking an aluminum foil roll. They're making a knife out of it. Hmm. How effective could that be? I'm not sure. It's a really long video, though. Maybe we could just. Skip through it, and there's of course there's an ad because they mentioned it on Joe Rogan. Yeah, and then it got all kinds of popularity. I've got a. He takes a, some aluminum foil. Uh, I love these. The sounds. What do they call that when the sounds are? Oh, uh, ASMR. Yeah. And he's pounding. Yeah, he just pounds it out and makes a goddamn knife out of it. Well, this is kind of like forging something. Yeah. <laughs> speeds it up. <laughs> Are you doing that? No, it's it's sped it up. Oh, okay. Just to make it go quicker. And then he tempers it. It's pretty hard now. I'm gonna do it again. And he carves it out. He uses a hacksaw. That's he uses Jim Duggan to get the goddamn thing carved out. <laughs> <laughs> Just falls apart. <laughs> Pretty nice. Uh, oh, I see what he's doing. Filing it. I want to get to where where it's an actual knife and it's been sharpened and everything. Okay. He's putting a handle. Where would on you it. have the time for this shit? I don't, this I mean, might be. I mean, the guy makes. I think he's a knife maker. Yeah. Like somebody's challenged him to do this. So. Wooden handle. Neat. I want to see it cut some meat up, though. Come on, Mr. Butcher I see, Man. I want to see it. I want to see it cut a can in half, and then uh, and then <laughs> cut a tomato. Yeah. And it doesn't even squish the tomato. Yeah. Look, look at that mother that thing's Fucking sharp. That thing looks nice. Nice. Damn. People are crazy. People can make some shit. People have more fun than anybody. I tell you what. What's he cutting? There he is. He's cutting. Looks like cukes. Is that cuke? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Interesting little thing that we just started off the show with. Aren't we yeah. neat? Aren't we some neat fellas? <laughs> huh? Sure. Huh? And how? Yeah. Boy, howdy. <laughs> you said it. Shoobity bop bop wow. <laughs> God damn. Um, trying to think uh, what all's happened this week. What all great things have happened this week. 
a lot of people uh, still shitting on uh, the uh, Parkland kids that are... Uh, yeah, Ted Fuckhead. I'd say something. The Nuge? Or Ted Cruz? No, they're both Ted Ted Fuckhead. Bundy. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. Ted McGinley. <laughs> <laughs> also known as Jefferson Darcy. <laughs> Tedward Roosevelt. <laughs> uh. People are uh, crapping on them and uh, Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that Ted is, is that's happening. You know that what they're remake? They're doing a Bill and Ted uh, Three? sequel. Yeah, and and they're both going to be in it. Yeah, awesome. I'm in. I'm yeah, all the way in. Even though Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey sucked. Yeah, but it's still, bad. the greatest action star of the last thirty years is uh, Keanu Reeves, just because of John, John Wick. Wick. Are you John fucking Wick kidding too? me? Of course. <laughs> Although now, I watched the Equalizer again, I've been watching it. It's one of those things it's, I do. It's really it's good, so right? Good. Yeah. You know what they're making? What Equalizer Two, baby? Neat. It's a really good movie. I liked it. I like those revengey type movies, man. I think that most people do. I, I think that that's one of the reasons. Man reason on fire, remember Man I, on Fire? Yeah, <laughs> great movie. Frampton did the best thing ever. He he's shoves he's, dri- he, ass. he's driving down the road. He just jumps out of the car. Ah! <laughs> 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 I was about the the Parkland kids. Don't you think they sort of open themselves up to criticism? A by, bit. By yes, I, I agree. Public yes, figures, but. They're paying them back. They're paying all those fuckers back with their own coin because yeah. that's what they do. And now they're complaining that they're well. I can't believe your boy. Fuck you, fuck you, Laura Ingram. You're a piece of shit. She is a piece of shit. I mean, I never liked that bitch. Never liked her. I wish somebody would do that to Hannity. Kind of hot though, right? No, a little bit. No, a little bit. No. She looks like she could take a stabbing. She's. Ropey, she's fucking ropey. I know that's she's it. rangy. I mean, it's just <laughs> she's like a Diaz brother, like kind of long and gangly. Yeah, yes, she is. <laughs> she's not attractive. She's not attractive at all. Uh, I don't know. Tommy Laren's attractive. I'd give her the hot, but she's one. a dumb bitch. Oh, I love her. God, she Tell, sucks. Tommy Laren, you could, I feel like you could uh, convince her to believe whatever you wanted, though. Absolutely. Are you fucking Great. kidding? She's dumb. She she is well spoken, but she's an idiot. She's. She's a virtual puppet. Like they might as well just stick a hand up her ass. Oh, don't tell that. me I wouldn't. And, uh, and, don't and, don't and, get me going now. <laughs> Threaten me with a good time. I'd love to <laughs> shove a hand up her ass. You kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me, Monsoon? Are, are you kidding me? <laughs> a hand up Tommy Laren's ass. Are you kidding me? That like she, sphincter was tough. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. She gets <laughs> fucked all the time. Black guys. Guaranteed. She fucks a lot of black guys. Yeah, I don't know. She's a little bit small for black guys. If we're going by stereotypes. Oh, we are. She needs I to mean, add about this 180 pounds. This is totally pounds. racist, but I'm saying. She needs to add about 180 pounds. No, she's one of those that's like. Uh, she sees it as such a taboo thing, probably, that it really gets her off. It's like it's like they had that stupid bitch um, uh, during the election cycle. What's her name? Um, Ronnie Millsap. <laughs> Eddie Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I love rain. <laughs> They're kind of interchangeable. <laughs> Ronnie Millsap's blind. There's a stranger in my house. Wow. Somebody there <laughs> that I can't see. No shit. You're blind. We all know you're blind. I got to look this bitch up now because I can't think of her name. Um, <laughs> he always used to debate with Angela Rye. Angela Rye. Yeah. I don't know who that is. She's um, This is the black chick That used to bring out All the time I like Angela uh, Scotty Nell Hughes Is her name Sherry O'Terry Angela Rye Is one of these people She She's smart 
she's actually very smart, but some every now and then she'll break it down into um, a, a non-argument. Break it down. To, <laughs> that's a Rage Against the Machine. No, but, the X. Uh, that's a Rage Against the Machine song. Sort of. It just is. <laughs> I mean, they just ripped off a Rage Against the Machine song. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, Scotty Nell Hughes, who is who is arguably one of the biggest racists on the circuit for that for for the pundits, and she got in trouble because she was fucking a black guy who was a fucking Fox News correspondent, and she got all fucking butt hurt because he fucked her. And well, then, yeah, and then got a big dick. Well, no, I'm just in there. <laughs> of course, her butt's gonna hurt a little bit. <laughs> But I'm just saying she's just it's like Sarah Palin too. Apparently Sarah Palin banged the entire Michigan fucking basketball team when she was at uh, University of U of M. Would that have been when the Fab Five was there? Probably Weber and I mean I wouldn't have blamed her. Imagine taking Juwan Howard's cock. Yeah, it's probably this big. He's rangy. He's ropey. <laughs> but I'm just saying they're the the biggest racists are also that's such a taboo for them that it gets them off. Mm-hmm. You know, so well, it's just the same way that you find like old Ted Haggard, the preacher that was always preaching against gay stuff and, and, and smoking meth and smoking sucking meth and, and fucking a male prostitute in, Neat. A, in a hotel. Like they literally found him. There's a great documentary about it on HBO. I got to see that. Speaking of documentaries, I watched one today. Oh, boy. Uh, I love documentaries. If, it's a new series on Netflix called Dirty Money or something oh, like that. Oh, I can't wait. And uh, it was about Donald Trump. He is Way bigger of a fraud than I ever thought he Did, was. He is, is so the whole thing terrible. About Donald Trump, or no, no, no. It's just one episode about him. Yeah, okay. One of them's about uh, Martin Shkreli. One, but I, of course, watched the Donald Trump one because of the two, I think I hate Donald Trump more. That's a toss up, though. Some days, some days I really, I hope Martin Shkreli gets fucked in the ass in prison a lot. He's not going to that. Country. No, he's not. He's a, he's going to rich guy's prison. But <clears throat> he disrespected the Wu Tang Clan. Can't do that. No, I can't be having that. That that fucking. I mean, smart. I like the fact though that when he got sentenced, he was crying and basically begging not to go to jail. But apparently, he didn't get that he's going to rich guy jail. Yeah, it's a different kind of jail. You're yeah. gonna be fine. Yeah, you're gonna have a good time probably. It'd probably be great. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a country club. I know it's got like <laughs> tennis courts and shit. Um, but anyway, uh, Donald Trump is way bigger of a fucking fraud. He is a terrible businessman, by the way. Horrendous. Yeah. He the, just built a name. He he literally had one thing that he built. He, he he has his name on 167 properties. He, licensed he built name. five. Yeah, and two of them are decent, and the rest of them suck. And the Taj Mahal is the worst. He didn't pay any of the people for any of the fucking work. Of he not. his dad had to come in and bail him out by buying a bunch of chips and just keeping the chips. So it was just a fucking. It was a three million dollar loan. I mean, and the million dollar loan thing from his father that's complete bullshit. His dad basically gave him the empire, and. He's just he's 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 fucking terrible. He's dumb. He's uh, he. But the thing they did say about him he said he's got like a he's got like a uh, almost savant like ability to insinuate himself in things. Even though you know, even though it's bullshit. Like they, they've got a recording when he when he called up as John Barron. That's he great. didn't even attempt to draw to. He didn't Dude. even attempt to disguise his my voice. Name's John Barron. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling on behalf of my my client, the wonderful, fantastic Donald Trump. <laughs> He's tremendous. <laughs> He's tremendous. He's fantastic. Yeah, he does it. <laughs> oh God. Um, but he's and they were going through. They were interviewing all these people who had worked with him and all kinds of stuff. You know, people who know him, and and he's a fraud. He's a complete fraud. 
and we've elected a complete fraud as president of the United States, and people still believe that shit. We've got a show now, Roseanne. Roseanne believes his bullshit. And she believes some of it. I don't like the people shitting on that show. I don't believe in shitting on the show. Let me t- let me preface that by saying, or, or there's a lot of drop that caveat. That I don't. Be- I believe the show is going to be great, but I don't like the fact that she is spouting his bullshit and is such a conspiracy theorist. She's two steps away from attacking the Parkland kids as well. Well, she's she's every almost every person. She's just a regular person yes. who happens to have a lot she's of She's not very intelligent. No. I mean, she's intelligent enough to. She's savvy. There's a difference. It's like Donald Trump. Donald Trump is an idiot. It takes a certain amount of intelligence savvy. to write comedy. And she did that. Well. I mean, it takes, and good, because she was a very good stand-up comedian. That's debatable. Well, I've well, seen her I mean, act. I didn't think it was very funny. Well, it's not for you. It was for regular middle-of-the-road poor women. In the that's fair. <laughs> that's who it was for. But and then they gave her a show, and the show was good. I enjoyed the show. And when they brought it back, it has Whitney Cummings, Norm Macdonald, and Wanda Sykes writing it. Yeah. So that's again, I'm not one of those people shitting on the show. I don't. I don't. I don't buy that. But that doesn't mean I have to like the fact. I don't like I, I, anybody that that is smart enough to read between the lines with this guy and still like him. I don't like you. I mean, I'm sorry. That's well, but I'm not. I mean. If you've been duped, you've been duped. Because I see how you could been you could have been duped. But if you're smart enough to read behind it, well, there was and, a, and you're still on board with him, I don't like you. There was a line in the show that's they only did they did two episodes, and it's her and Jackie who, arguing. Let me Trump. just say, fucking Lori Metcalf is a fucking incredible actress. Of course, she always has she's been so good in everything. She's she's never really gotten her due for how good of an actress she is. You've never seen it. I don't even know if it's on anymore, but. Horace and Pete's Lucy K's show. Um, there's a whole episode that is just her and Louie sitting at a table, and most of it is her bitching him out because they're brother and sister. No, just bitching, or maybe they were husband and wife. They're divorced from each other. I'm not sure how it was, but I think they're brother and sister. But not 100 percent sure. Mm-hmm. But just bitching him out for almost 25 minutes of a 30 minute show, and him just sitting there taking it. Neat. It's fucking good. It's like a play, mm-hmm. I mean, which is what a TV show is anyway. Yeah. But it's lit like a play. It looks like you're there. But uh, it's her and Roseanne. People are talking about how it's offensive, how Jackie was portrayed as a lunatic and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, did you ever watch the show? She before? was a lunatic. She was <laughs> overly emotional lunatic <laughs> and all that stuff. She was a bipolar disorder person. She yeah, had she had mental problems. Yeah. But uh, they like she was like, how could you vote for him? And. And Roseanne says he talked about jobs, Jackie. Like that's that's like that's what it was. Mm-hmm. He talked about getting jobs back to America and all this, and and that's what most people voted for him for. But there is yeah, but they were they were duped. He, yeah, he's not a good businessman. Most of them believe Jesus fucking Christ. Jeremy Jamo's texting. Yeah. Um. Most most people have actually backed off on liking him. I yeah, I think that's fair. But if you go on Twitter, don't ever rely on. People defending him on Twitter. That's bots. Most of them are bots. Yeah. You can tell by the language. Right. And the, all the numbers at the end of their mm-hmm. Twitter sign. But, I mean, the show was far better than I thought it was. I wasn't even going to watch it until everybody started bitching. Like, celebrities virtue yeah, yeah, about yeah, I can't believe they yeah, give yeah. her a show. That's, yeah, it's fucking like, dumb. I mean, but she, she is, she does like Adolf Hitler, and I find that odd. She does not like Adolf does Hitler. Does she not? No. She's I'm, Jewish. I, I know. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was going to say. But are you talking about the pictures of her? Yes, I, th- I thought that, that was, was in 
a Jewish satire magazine called Fair. Beeb. Okay, <laughs> then that's good. Then yes, I mean, I, I just See, wasn't getting. That's, I wasn't getting the full story. That's the thing. <clears throat> People are quick to print the put those pictures out and talk about how look at her. She loves she loves Hitler and all this stuff, mm-hmm. but. They're wasn't not quick baking, to give context. Wasn't she baking cookies that looked like people or something? I mean, it was something yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, oh, <laughs> they're, they're not quick to give context about where those pictures came from and what it was for. It's literally a Jewish satire. Well, but I, I've, the more I listen to news, though, I can pick out a bullshit argument in a second. But I can also pick out an argument that has, that has legs. And the whole... Uh, the kid telling him to boycott Laurie Ingram show, that's bullshit. He shouldn't be able to do that. But hey, you can do whatever you want. I understand. But, but you know, it's a shitty thing to do. But fuck her. She's been asking for that for years. So I've only the first time I heard about her was at the uh, what was where she gave the Nazi salute. She gave the Nazi salute yeah. at the and she, she really fucking she did. She really did. And <laughs> I was like, oh, geez. it's like Stephen Miller giving uh, the the white power hand signals. He, he really this is not that. a white power hand. signal. This is. He did it like this. I've never heard of that. He did it. But where does it come from? I can't. I, I can't remember the what the context I read it in. But he does that. See, four chan, four chan started this thing. That most of the most of the things that you hear about being white power stuff, mm-hmm. they come from four chan, where they make things up and then they make them go viral, right? And this being a white power thing is one of them because mm-hmm. it's it's just the okay sign, all right? And then. Everybody started to believe. 4chan also said made up that the fist bump between Michelle Obama and uh, and Barack Obama was a terrorist thing, and then everybody <laughs> ran like Fox News and shit ran with it. That's what they do. Yeah, they don't have political. They don't give a fuck. 4chan's is weird. In case anybody doesn't know, it's this weird website where basement dwellers and the hell they might not be basement. I don't know. They're going to come after me now. Right. Oh god. <laughs> but it's where they make things up just to fuck with people. Right. And then the white power thing where the hand sign. And then once, once it gets out there, that's a white power signal. All the, all the, uh, white national, like, let's, let's fuck with people and just start doing that in every picture. Right. And they did. <laughs> so I guess sort of like Pepe the Frog became a white nationalist thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a comic. And then they started. Not a very good one either. Eh, I think, I mean, the drawings are kind of bad, but I think the that's what I mean. Okay. But I think that's what it was supposed to look like. Okay. Like you a Dr. Cass type thing. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of haphazard, but well, I, I just I've read Stephen Miller's background and bio, and he's definitely a white supremacist. Probably, I don't know a whole lot about him, but and he's a lump of shit as well. But uh, as far as the Roseanne show goes, they had both Beckys. I'm in. Yeah, they, I'm down. They had a, I loved a sort of transgender kid, but I'm not sure Dan coming to grips with it. No, it's uh, it's Darlene's. Son, who likes and they, and they still call him a knife. And they still called Arlene gay. <laughs> After thirty years, they're still saying she's gay. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> isn't Sarah Gilbert gay? I don't know. I think she is. The character isn't. No, <laughs> but they keep saying that she is. That's that's what's funny. I always thought she was a smoke show. You like her in them basketball shorts and the. When she got older, you fucking dipshit. <laughs> well, you were probably about the same age as her. You were allowed to think she was hot back then. No, I, no, but I didn't. I didn't until she became the goth kid. Like, I remember thinking, man, she got hot, you know? I'm guessing in their timeline, David's dead. Because then she married David. Yes, they divorced. Oh. Uh, I don't think he's dead. Too bad. I'd like Alecky to come back for one, though. I mean, they could do it. I mean, and I think he would. I would. I don't know. I thought it was actually funny 
mostly. And they weren't too um, heavy-handed with their points that they were trying to make. Well, that's the best. A light touch is always best. <laughs> Unless you're trying to sell something. Did you watch it? To it? No. You didn't watch the show? No, not yet. <laughs> Dan. Dan. Uh, oh, crap. We got kids living here again. I forgot where we put the gun. And like, they go on a wild goose chase. <laughs> I would laugh at that. <laughs> it would be good. I mean, I that show early on, and especially when it found its legs and she really found her rhythm as an actress was a great TV show. One of the best. Yeah. But it turned into a lump of shit at the end. It was terrible. They just lost. I, I quit watching. It was the absolutely fabulous thing. They She was trying to do absolutely fabulous, with, and it fell through with Jennifer Saunders. And uh, and she said, well, fuck it. I'll do it anyway. I'll just do it on the Roseanne show. And it was <laughs> terrible. What was it? They won the lottery? and Yeah. And then she fell in love with some kind of playboy played by jim varney it was fucking weird dude it was just bad yeah i just missed that entire i, I just i think i stopped once they won the lottery yeah it was and bad. when dan did dan die yes he did okay <laughs> i like how they brought him back well they said it was they said the last season of the show was just her writing something oh yeah and they i think they did that on the final episode of that of the original show they showed her typing in the in the garage and she gets up and walks into the house, which is actually pretty elegant. Yeah. I like elegant solutions to the end of shows. Like uh, like I was saying, Newhart, where the show was so odd, and then at the end it got really odd, and people were started to complain, say, well, this isn't what the show was, and it was a building to something. And what it was building to is at the end where Bob Newhart wakes up in a bed and says, honey, I, the weirdest things happened. I dreamt I was a running a, a bed and breakfast in Vermont and there were all kinds of wacky characters on it and she goes and the woman uncovers and says go to bed Bob it's Susan Plachette from the Newhart. Bob Newhart show from the original yes movie. so and everybody lost their fucking shit they like standing ovation because it was you know because the whole the whole show was a bill was a dream to that one joke was a dream that he had from his old character exactly Okay, I, I would have thought people might have been pissed. Bob Newhart, that actually happened in, in right, camp. right. But Bob Newhart is that brilliant. He's always been that brilliant of a comedian, and I admire brilliance. Do you and think that was always the ending to that? I don't think it was always the end, but I think the more uh, outlandish the show got, I think it probably started to become a thing. Like, let's end it like this, and they're like, "Yeah, which, let's just do it." As new, which show was this that ended like that? Newhart. Newhart. And that was in the 80s? Yes. And the Bob Newhart show was, was in the 70s. 70s. Mm -hmm. okay. And the Bob Newhart show was a hit. And Newhart at first wasn't a hit, but then it became a big hit. Now, what about, where does Evening Shade fit into this? It doesn't. I'm pretty sure Bob Newhart was <laughs> No, no he wasn't. He wasn't? He wouldn't be on that piece of shit with Burt Reynolds. That Burt show Reynolds was terrible. Is amazing. Um, Hmm. Burt Reynolds is amazing. He is amazing. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. You've seen. <laughs> he's amazing when he, he's amazing when fucking uh, Norm Macdonald does him on fucking Celebrity Jeopardy. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> he's always chewing gum. You don't like smoking the bandit? No. You don't think uh, you don't think it's a tour de force performance by uh, by uh, fucking what's his name there the pool pool player guy um, <laughs> who. I can't think of his fucking name right now. He plays the Jackie Gleason. Yeah. No, I don't know. Jackie Gleason hated it too. He thought it was a piece of shit. It just, you know. Everybody thought it was good though. No, I don't think you they know, did. Like Deliverance. Deliverance is good. Is he Boogie bad? Nights is good. Boogie Nights is terrific. Yeah, tremendous. Even 
I mean, he's not a bad actor when he wants to be. He's got a new, but he's a hack and a bunch of shit, and he just phones it in. You know, he's got a new one coming out called The Last Movie Star or something, where he plays an old man coming to grips with not being a movie star anymore. That's neat. I want to see it. Yeah, it's one of those independent movies that it'll probably come on like Hulu. It'll just be on Hulu because Hulu has a weird selection of movies. They do. Yeah. What did I watch on Hulu the other day? I watched something really weird. Oh, it wasn't weird. I watched Mississippi Burning on there the other day. Ah, yeah. They got that show, uh, Dr. Marsden and the Wonder Women. Or the, it's a movie about the guy that created Wonder Woman. Yeah. And it's Wonder Woman's based on his two wives, essentially, mm-hmm. and their bondage. How they like to fuck. Neat. Because <laughs> you know, uh, in all the early Wonder Woman comics, she was always getting tied up and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she was. I remember. <laughs> so that's where it all comes from. I mean, from. I don't remember. I haven't watched it yet, yeah. but I want to see it. Because yeah. it's got two hot chicks playing his wives, too, so that's great. Oh, yeah. We'll probably go get naked at some point. I'm down. Oh, I'm down. down How can you laugh when you know I'm down? Um, motherfucker. Um, yeah, I thought Roseanne was good. I think it'll be fine. I wasn't going to watch it. Then I like, I'm looking on Twitter. I like, I like rolling around on Twitter these days instead of Facebook. Yeah. And like all these celebrities are crying about it. Like, I can't believe, like you knew she was getting her show back. Why didn't you cry about it before it came out? Yeah. I mean, and are you guys not getting opportunities because Roseanne's getting put back on? I don't know, man. It's goofy <laughs> as fuck. I don't understand it. I, I know she's a crazy person. Yeah. But I've always known she's a crazy person. I didn't. I didn't until I, until I saw an interview she did on Howard Stern when she came on Howard Stern, and she was really weird. She's very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she took all of her money and she disappeared for twenty years to a peanut farm or some sort of nut farm. I don't think that's weird. I think that's just somebody who wanted to just get away from stuff. I understand that. Like, I don't. I'm nobody. I have no. And I, I would move somewhere where, where probably she doesn't get bothered a lot. Right. Hawaii. I mean, you think Hawaiians really related to Roseanne? A fat Howley, fucking tough call. I'm, I mean, maybe, probably not. She, you, there's parts of Hawaii you can move to where they don't even speak English. That'd be dope. Yeah. Except for not being able to understand anything anybody's saying. Well, it's like teriyaki chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Your pizza's weird. What's with the pineapple? <laughs> What's with all the floral clothes? Like, I was trolling, not trolling, but like rolling around on Twitter, and like Sarah Silverman said she liked it. And like, yeah, all these people just shitting all over. Well, she's an anti Semite. Like, come on. Come on. She's Sarah Silverman's Jew. dressed up like Hitler. Yeah. Sarah Silverman's dressed up like Hitler before we went on Jimmy Kimmel's show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's satire. And yet, Sarah Silverman is, she's crazy. She's just crazy in a different way. Right. But um, fucking a whole bunch of people like just made tweeted about how they liked it, and then they get shit on. Whitney Cummings tweeted about how proud she was of it. Everybody, yeah, thanks for giving an anti-Semite Trumpster a voice again. You know Great. what she should have said? You're welcome. I mean, <laughs> just just it's like one of my favorite things. I mean, we're not in favorite things yet. Let's but, get into okay. it. <laughs> Getting into it. Got to find it. Looking for it. Finding favorite things. Gonna play the video. Gonna play the song. It's got an ad before this week. Not gonna listen to it. How do you like my impression of Dana Carvey Carvey doing uh, raindrops on roses (laughs) whiskers on raindrops on roses bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Favorite things. Go ahead, you queer. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> Queer's still the best. I know. It really is. It's underutilized. And Pud. Pud also underutilized. Pud. Pud. <laughs> okay. Pud whacker. <laughs> um, Bill Burr, there's, they've got things about with his, his wicked comebacks. He's, he's bona fide. Like, he's the new fucking Don Rickles. Like, you don't want to fuck with a guy. He will make you look dumb in a second. Where'd you and see this at? It's on YouTube. And he had one of them where he went, <laughs> and, it, and it's half of it's in a, in a good spirited joking way, but it was just like, he went after Joe Rogan. Like, he, they were talking about shooting elk or something like that. And he's just like, did you get higher testosterone for that? He's like, Jesus Christ, Joe. <laughs> Not everything's getting your fucking testosterone level up. <laughs> he's like, I'm glad you took you took 30 years to beat everybody's ass before you became a nice guy. Like, talking shit to him. Joe is laughing. There's, I mean, because it's it's spot on, you know, just going after him. And it's everybody's I remember laughing. that. <laughs> and then some feminist comedian tried to speak up and he fucking cut her down, called her a fucking psycho. He's like, you fucking psycho talking shit. I remember this exact show. It was, yeah. it was the election night podcast. Yes. Rogan, Burt Kreischer, Doug Stanhope, Burr. And then they had a, a host of other comedians mm-hmm. rotating in and out talking about the election. Yeah. And she was real shitty to him. She, well, she was upset because the world's a Nazi now. And he was like, it's not, everything's not going to be so terrible. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I remember him going, he didn't go off, off on her, but like he treated her. The way he treats all other comedians, mm-hmm. and she was not prepared for that. No, she wasn't. And they know each other. They all know each other. Oh yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes whenever you talk to women the same way you would talk to a man, yeah, they, they don't, don't like it. Like yeah, it. they don't like it. They really don't like it. But that's a quality, sweetheart. If you don't like it, don't try to do this stuff. Go back to the kitchen. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. I see that joke Frampton told. Those sandwiches aren't going to make them. <laughs> well, that was there was that one, and. He told a joke, I think it was, one, and one of the girls he told it in front of was a feminist, and she got really pissed off. He said, uh, somebody was telling me a story the other day about this woman who got hit by a truck. And I immediately asked, what the hell is that truck doing in that kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> she got pissed. <laughs> I mean, and he told it for that reason. Like, he wanted to piss her off. <laughs> because she's one of these people that's marching around the world wanting to be pissed off. He's like, well, I'll oblige you. You know, so. I'll be your huckleberry. Yeah. <laughs> There are those people, man. There and the people that are screaming about Roseanne, they're the same people that scream about oh, f- any number of things that you can think of to yeah. be, that people get offended about. And it's not working anymore. No, it, it, it's not working. The perpetual outrage, the fake, it's fake outrage too. Mm-hmm. It's fake outrage. But I, but I tell work. you, the worm is turning because the whole Laura Ingram thing wouldn't have tread water not long ago. They're losing now. Like they're they're losing ground. Like sooner or later, like Lori Ingram's gone. She's going to be fired. Um, because that's what they do right before they fire somebody is they send them on vacation and they bring them back to guest hosting. What they're trying to do is going to see who's going to slip. They're in auditioning that, guest hosts. Yeah, step into that spot. <laughs> into that spot. So she's gone, and but, she's been asking for that for years. But that's so. what what they're doing is understandable. Like even though like. What she said wasn't that bad. No, but I, I don't think it was necessarily just that. I think it was a combination of her just being such a fucking cunt. I'm sorry, but she was being a cunt. What, what they should do, they're taking the wrong tact. It's the same tact that Hillary Clinton took to uh, 
to Trump. She didn't attack his point. She attacked his people. She attacked the people that support him. Yeah, that's not smart. And what Laura Ingram did was she used his name. Don't use don't use his name. Attack his points. If you don't like his points, list his points and then counter them. Mm-hmm. Don't don't. You, there's no reason to say the kid's name. Right. There's you list. This is what. This kid said, and this is what what is wrong with. Well, him. she attacked him, and, and it's an ad hominem attack, even though it was a, a minor one, saying, "Oh, he's whining because he's got a four point one, can't get it in college." It's like um, he's a very intelligent and articulate young man, and you're gonna, and he's a survivor of school shooting. That I, I'm sorry, I know that a lot of people don't like this, but here's the truth, and I, and if you don't want to hear it, fuck you. If you've lived through a school shooting, and you have to be heard for a while. You know, I, I mean, that gives you it gives you invulnerability. It's like it's it's the social equivalent of sw- swallowing the shining star at fucking Super Mario Brothers. For a minute, you can run and you can just blast through everything. I mean, that's fine. I mean, and, and that's, what about what about that they were nowhere near where the school shooting was happening? I don't think that matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> what about the kids that were actually in the building where it was happening? You don't hear from them. Yes, you heard from quite a few of them. No, I'll, they've uh, all been speaking. I've only heard of two of these people. I think they're relying on these kids to do this because they're they're the two. Because they're, they're the best ones. Yeah, the, I don't want to say any of their names because they're children. I don't like to bring up children unless they're uh, actors or whatever. Right. But uh, well, then and then Al, the, and then the, Alex Jones, the bald girl. She's uh, Emma Gonzalez. Is her name? Uh, we don't use their names. <laughs> they're children. Who cares? But she's the most skilled politician of them all. I like her. She'll probably do very well. The thing about her is, um, she is uh, Alex Jones and the rest of them f- fucktards over there have uh, have been releasing the most vile bullshit they can fucking come up with. I'm he's he's the Teflon fuckhead because nothing will stick to him because he hides behind. He's a fucking coward too, and he'll hide behind that fucking. Uh, well, it's a it's a character bullshit every time shit gets too heated. You know what I mean? I don't, I, 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 I know been, we've I know I know notice you've been uh, you've been. Uh, Going after him on the Twitter. A little bit. What would you say to him if you saw him somewhere? I don't think it's... I think I would... Let's do a little role-playing. Let's say I'm Alex Jones at a restaurant. (laughs) Where the fuck did you get this? I've been thinking about this all week. (laughs) Are are you going to do the voice? I'm at a a restaurant with my son, Rex. He's he's just a a duplicate of you. Essentially. Smaller. Yeah. And uh, I'm, and you see me. I want to know what you would say. Oh uh, yeah. Um, what's the biggest steak you have? I hope you choke on it, you fuck. Sixty-four ounces. Okay, I need two of those and a loaded baked potato plank. Fantastic, Rex. What do you want? I'll have the same thing, Dad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't keep a straight face during this. No, oh, were you saying something, sir? Hi, Alex Jones. How you doing? I'm not going to shake your hand. Okay, you must be European or something. You want a fist bump? Is that, is that how you guys do it? No, I'm from West Virginia, sir. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> well, we can't all what be. Can, what can I help you with? <laughs> it's like I was going to say with all. Excuse your... me. No, <laughs> I'll have a Pepsi. You look like the and kind I... of fuck that would drink a Pepsi. That, well, that's what they have here. <laughs> and uh, one of those 72 ounce beers. And what about you, son? I have the same thing, Dad. <laughs> okay, make it snappy. Now, what were you saying? What's your name again, sir? Shake my hand. <laughs> Charles right. Keenan. Charles Keenan. It's a powerful name. <laughs> you said of of the uh, the Ireland Keenans, uh, August yes. Osage County. August Osage County. Yeah. No, Londonderry County. Londonderry. Oh, that's right. Beside where my family's from. 
There's no Jones from Ireland. My, f- my mother was from Ireland. My father was from Britain. Anyway, what can I help you with, sir? <laughs> oh, by the way, I want that rare. So rare that I can hear it scream when I bite into it. Well, how you want yours done, uh, Rex? Same way, Dad. <laughs> Heard that. What's so funny, sir? Charles, you said. Charles, can I call you Chuck? Sure. Okay, Chuck, how can I help you? What? What? <laughs> What seems to be troubling you today? Your comments on these uh, Parkland survi- uh, school shooting survivors, and and I was just thinking if that was hold on one second. Excuse <laughs> me, can I get some more bread? You had a big bowl of chili for lunch today. I need to soak up some of that heat with this bread. Some of that cinnamon butter, Margaret. Is that your name, Margaret? You like the cinnamon butter, Rex? Sure do, Dad. <laughs> okay, got that bread coming, Charles. Chuck, you look like a potato man. Yes. You like potatoes? Sure. Margaret, can I get this guy some potatoes? <laughs> you like them raw? Yeah. Raw potatoes. Is there another way? Eat them like a hand fruit. Anyway, okay, how can I help you, Chuck? Well, these Parkland, the Parkland uh, shooting survivors, you're, uh, you're going after them a lot. And I was thinking if it was my daughter, that I would spit in your face. Is one of them your daughter? No. I don't see what the problem is. I'm just saying if. If ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a wonderful snack. Merry Christmas, sir. I don't celebrate Christmas. What do you celebrate? Christmas. I thought you'd be a Kwanzaa man. That's a a fake Hallmark holiday, sir. But anyway, something about the Parkland kids. Yes, those uh, crisis actors. That's what I like to call them. Yes, you also called uh, kids who were shot in Sandy Hook these... uh, these eight-year-old kids crisis actors or that that, that they didn't No, happen. I didn't say they were crisis. I said the families that were pretending to mourn were crisis actors. Yeah. And I retracted that statement. It took me five and a half years, but I did retract that statement. And I did spend five and a half years doing it, but I did retract that. Retracted five years worth of statements about that one incident. When did you do that? A couple years ago. Keep up. Doesn't sound like you were very sincere in that retraction. Doesn't sound like anything I say is very sincere, does it? It really doesn't. Anyway, I have these male vitality products to increase your testosterone. You look like like a guy that has plenty of testosterone, but you might need a little bit more when you're going for that final deadlift. You look like a guy that likes a deadlift. You like to deadlift, Charles? You like to deadlift? (laughs) I sure do. Me too. You like to deadlift, Rex? Sure do, Dad. Anyway, Sandy Hook, Parkland, all fake. What else you got? Um... Well, that was pretty much it. So you're not going to spit in my face? Um, yeah. There you go. Tastes like faggot spit. Are you a faggot, sir? <laughs> no. Didn't think so. I think maybe a faggot just spit in your mouth, and you spit the faggot spit at me. It's a possibility. <laughs> anyway, you want a steak? I mean, are you buying? Of course I'm buying. I got that Mel Vitality money coming through, baby, baby. <laughs> then yes, I'll take a steak. Hey, you want a bucket of uh, Pet Robertson's uh, food, uh, survival food? What, a Sally? Can, of course I want it. You can use it as a table whenever, whenever the <laughs> apocalypse comes. It's going to be terrific. <laughs> Interesting, uh, little known fact, Pat Robertson was a Marine. Did you know that? I did, of course I knew that. 
Pat Robertson's my godfather. Of course. <laughs> anyway, steaks are almost here. How you like your steak cooked, Chuck? Raw. Raw. Don't want to cook it all. <laughs> just, just bring the steak right out. Here. Bring the steak out, and I, want to, and I want to drink the blood out of the package it came in. Uh, my God. For the first time in my life, I'm sexually attracted to a man. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> not that you're attracted to me. I get that, but it's not. But it's but it's not the first time. It's, it's that you're not a man. <laughs> Are you one of them trans tra- gingers? <laughs> Ginger snap. Are you Caitlyn Ginger? Wow, that's a that's a disturbing image. <laughs> oh God. Freckly. <laughs> Carrot topped. Caitlyn Jenner. I can only get so hard, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> We've wandered far afield here, Alex. Rex, what do you think about Chuck? I think he's a weirdo. <laughs> You're not going to offer me a job? I spent. Would you place. like to be a correspondent? Sure. For uh, Infowars.com? Yeah. PrisonPlanet.com? Can, can I say whatever I want? You can say whatever you want. Cool. Your first assignment is to go to uh, Parkland with a sign that says... Parkland shooting was fake. Sure. And pro wrestling is real. Can you do that? Okay, and you got to dress as Hulk Pro Hogan. wrestling isn't real? Of course it's real. What are you talking about? Okay. I mean, you're implying that's not real. I'm a real American. You sang that, didn't you? I did sing that. Me and Rick Derringer. Yeah. I, th- I knew you were a backup. Yeah. I was also a backup dancer for Prince in the 80s. L- less believable. <laughs> I used to be very surprised. <laughs> Before I started doing all these deadlifts. Yeah, it stiffened you up. Did me up. Then right. Anyway. I think uh, Alex got you on his side by the end. I know. <laughs> he, he was he was disarming. He was very disarming. Like I was mad. And I was like, yeah, he's not that bad of a guy. <laughs> Seems okay. Yeah. It's good shit. Got me a steak. <laughs> Mel Vital- Vitality products. A pallet of Mel Vitality <laughs> products. The Pat Robertson food. Yeah. A pallet of the Pat Robertson food. What what flavors do you think Pat Robertson would have? Vanilla all the way, wouldn't it? Well, no. Uh, it's like ready to make meals or whatever. It's like MREs. I think you got to microwave them or something. How the fuck are you going to microwave shit after everything goes down? There's no electricity. That's dumb. Well, they're assuming that you have solar stuff set up, I guess. That's quite an assumption. I know, but... I can't drive a nail. Do you think I'm... Am I going to hang a solar panel? I'd hang it, like, literally, like, from the wall. Like 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 a like a picture, and it's get a not mirror. Doing it, yeah, the, yeah, get a mirror to shine the light on. It's not doing its job. I don't, you know. I don't know. I think Alex won you over. Oh, that was a lot of fun, actually. It was pretty. Cool. I'm glad. I, we we got to do that again. That. Uh, <laughs> I had to think of a character next time I can be. The um, fact that you just did his son and. <laughs> Yeah, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he has his son tweeting from his account, uh, going after the Parkland kids, trying to get them to debate him. Yeah, which I'm not sure his son's actually doing it, but because at the end of it, it says his son's name, mm-hmm. but it's going from Alex's account. I'm pretty sure Alex is just typing it out. <laughs> I mean, all joking aside, I, I I think he's just a despicable human being. I really do. I mean, whether it's a shtick or not, it's just awful. It's partly shtick, I imagine. And Rogan says he's literally crazy. He knows him. He's friends with him. He's crazy. He gets shit for bringing people like him on, too. 
Well, I, I wouldn't give Joe Rogan shit for that. Joe Rogan just brings on interesting people. He you know? he, he brought him on, got him stoned, um, got him drunk. What he was trying to do is get him to break. Yep, and he sort of broke a little bit. Yeah, but not quite enough. And I think Alex Jones was might might have been smart enough to see that, and he was. You know, a little bit on guard. Yes, why would you smoke weed and then start drinking whiskey in the middle of the day? <laughs> well, he reminds me of kind of a Ron Swanson type. Yeah, yeah. That uh, the the liquor that that sour mash they drank in that one fucking episode where it was like, like, yeah. <laughs> why do you drink whiskey like that? Because that's how you drink whiskey or uh, moon, moonshine. Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, what is her name? Mega Mullally. No, not, not not his wife. Well, no. she wasn't in that one. I don't think. Is it Leslie Nope? It was Leslie. And then it was uh his his first wife, which was uh they're both named the same thing. I can't remember who Tammy. Tammy. Yeah. yeah. Tammy won. It was she played so well by um Mo Collins. <laughs> actually, she'd probably be a good choice. She, Mo Collins her. actually plays the new news reporter for uh Pawnee. Oh, does she? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I like I like that one woman. Uh, she always tries to get Leslie Nope with gotcha journalism. I can't remember. I think it might be Mo Collins. Is that Mo Collins? I think so. I don't know. That girl's pretty hot. Mo Collins is not. Now we're shaming. No, we're attracted not at all. to shaming. No, no, no. I'm saying that this that they don't look alike. But it might be her. I mean, stranger things have happened. But. Um, You know, I was saying that uh, his, his first wife and uh, and Leslie were going to have a drink off to uh, <laughs> to settle. Yeah, <laughs> and then Leslie took like one shot, was drunk as fuck. Yeah, she can't handle her. Lip. And then and then uh, <laughs> Ron's mom had showed up, and she was just like, "We're going to settle this." Uh, I can't remember that the, the town this way, and she puts it down there, start drinking, and then uh, what's her name? April. Gets yeah. up and says, I'm Cuban. I can take this. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been poisoned. Um, favorite things. We're still doing that. Uh, yeah. I watched Stripes last night. Had you ever seen it? It's been 30 years. Yeah. Pretty good. That's a fact, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> it holds up pretty well. Where you been, soldier? Training, sir. <laughs> What kind of training? Army training, sir! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Egon, I forget his name right Harold now. Ramis. Harold Ramis was pretty funny in it. Fuck yeah, John lo- Candy was funny in it. I loved how everybody got the buzz cut except for Harold Ramis and uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Like, how come those two are exempt from the buzz cut? I don't know. They didn't get that. Seems Probably because they had something else going on and they didn't want to cut their hair all the way. Probably. <laughs> John Candy took the buzz cut. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of tits in it. Not, not a lot, but a good amount of tits. Well, there was just one. Yeah. Like that one scene, the mud wrestling scene would not go over well. A young, no. A, a young Sean Young was in it. Boy, was she a smoker. Oh, she was, wasn't she? <whistles> yeah. Ooh, and then PJ Souls, I think, the, was the other girl. PJ Carlissimo. He was a basketball coach. Pistol. Pistol Pete Pistol Pete Maravich. John Havlicek. John Havlicek. <laughs> <laughs> um. <coughs> Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I, well, like I said, it's been a long time since I watched it last night. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. I watched um, The Dark Knight Rises last week. Mm-hmm. It holds up very fucking well. Well, yeah. It's very It's never good. going to not hold up well. It is very good. 
almost as good to me, almost as good as the Dark Knight. I, I, Just because I like it better. So awesome. Yeah, I think he's a great villain. So it's I can't stand like there. There are two kinds of people. There's the people who make fun of Tom Hardy for the accent, and they can't be my friends. And then there's other people. He made a choice on a weird voice, and I, it works. It works it's so well. Fine. Yeah. yeah, and the what a lovely, lovely voice. I, right I, before I, all the shit goes down on that football field. Yeah. God. I mean, just, what a what a fucking scene. Well, the opening, not the opening scene, but the scene where they're on the plane. Yeah, that's the opening scene. Well, there's a little bit before that, but well, there's the the recap, basically, of what happened in the last. Essentially, yeah. But the plane scene, that's amazing. Um, Little fingers in that. Yeah, Aiden Gillen, I think his name is. Jesus Christ, can you get a fucking more Irish name than that? Is that Littlefinger? I don't think that's Littlefinger. Yes, it is. I think it's uh, another guy who looks like Littlefinger. It's him. I don't think it is. Okay. But I'm going to look it up. Because I think it's the guy that played the mayor, Mayor Corsetti, in um, The Wire. You want to bet? Wait, $1,000. I don't have 1000 I bet you 20 The Dark Knight. Aiden Gillen. Rises. Do, do, do. Where's the... Give me the fucking cast, you stupid... Just type Littlefinger in Dark Knight Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Looking it up, Anne Hathaway. She was awesome. Like whenever she whenever, mm. whenever the switch flipped I, uh, from her being like the stupid maid to I don't know. I thought it was awesome. That was good. But there were points in it that was it was just labored. I'm sorry. I, I mean you know I, what? you're right, and it's the same guy. Yeah. It's the same guy, because they both played uh he played um he played the mayor in the wire. Isn't that his name Aiden Gillen? Yep. Yeah. As I said, that's that's a very Irish name. It, it, same as uh Aiden Quinn. Holy fuck. Can you get a more Irish name than that? Uh, I mean, that's one of those there, there's a certain group of Irish people. And I think I, I don't know why I, I get this impression, but we were both right. That's amazing because he played. The, he did play the oh okay the mayor in the okay. wire. Okay, but um, you have your regular Irish people like the redheaded, you know, typical stereotypical Irish. But then you have another group of stereotypical Irish, like, and they're usually men that are like just devastatingly handsome and you know what i mean like got those fucking eyes man those blue just far-seeing fucking eyes like the kind of eyes that if you saw that on a battlefield it would be terrifying you know what i mean i bet the irish arrayed in front of you like the ancient irish it's no wonder they chased the romans off because they did and the romans wouldn't even land it swords carved out of potatoes (laughs) Fought them off. <laughs> I don't even. They might even even have had potatoes at that point. That's pretty ancient. They had nets made history. out of those those uh, sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> cable knit. <laughs> those cable knit nets. Yeah, they had sheep running around there knitting them real fast, <laughs> throwing them off. Um, no, but the the redheaded Irish actually the, the 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 native Irish are not redheaded. That that comes from the Viking blood. Dublin is a Viking city, and the. Vikings had raped so many Irish women, 
you know, the, the, the natural Irish that they actually, now it's a stereotypical thing. Well, they're, they're redheaded and must be Irish. No, the Vikings were redheaded. The original, the native Irish are blackheaded. The Picts, like who were in Scotland and Ireland and places like that, you know, and they were dark headed and they were, you know, blue eyed and they said they were just really, Distinctive and somewhat terrifying looking because they just had this fucking look, and they and the, they did chase the Romans off. The Romans were in ships, and the fucking Picts marched out to meet them, and they were naked, painted blue, screaming at them with those fucking eyes staring out at them. You know, with fi- they filed their teeth. They were a group like that. They filed their teeth too. They said they were a terrifying fucking Gross. group. Well, I just think that's. I'm fascinated by ancient cultures, even especially when you consider what they've become, like. The French are the Franks who were the Gauls. The Gauls were terrifying warriors. Like they were, you know, there's actually a famous Roman sculpture called the Dying Gaul. And he's laying there in iron and he's naked. They fought naked as well. The Gauls are also Celts. The French and the Irish and the Scots and even the Brit, even the Britons who are also Celts and the Welsh are all related. And the French are now known not for being great warriors. And, but that's also bullshit because in World War One they were extremely brave, like they were still going with the fucking bayonet charge in a time of mechanized warfare. You know, the Germans had learned, had picked up machine guns and had tanks, you know, and all kinds of shit. And the and the French were still in the fucking blue shirts and the red pants and you know just hey shoot me you know it's just like <laughs> it's the equivalent of wearing a high visibility yes vest. A crayon is what they call it it's, it, it guts where they would take the sword out and fucking you know we're coming for you and they and uh, uh, t- uh, wisdom had told them even their commanders this is not a smart fucking thing to do but then they would come back with well it's not a smart thing for everybody else to do but we're the french we're better warriors than everybody and they had a point for a long time until that war. And, t- and then they got croissant the, breaks. Then they, <laughs> and, and baguettes and swinging baguettes at people. <laughs> yeah, they carved swords out of baguettes. That's one of my favorite things ever. That's another favorite thing is uh, on uh, <laughs> Flight of the Concords. They had this weird part where they, where they were saying, say, saying things in French. And it was just French you would learn in French class. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> baguette. <laughs> and they're, they're like going down the... Going through the fucking the market, he's picking things out and saying it in French. Jutarange. <laughs> he's like beef, and it's just a big piece of beef, and he's throwing it over. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, the cultures change so much due to circumstances, and a really civilized culture is somewhat emasculated. Yeah. So. so when you consider, especially consider somebody like the Japanese, the Japanese, even into World War II, uh, where they had been a samurai culture and had turned into, into a samurai culture, a lot of people don't understand. In less than a hundred years, they had gone from feudalism to wanting to be the uh, uh, being a first-rate mechanized power, you know, and they, and they were still. They, the, the Japanese were assholes. They were. Yeah. They they talked about how badly they treated American troops and how badly they treated. You know, they were even the civilians were pricks because they had that thing in them. Where, like we're warrior people and like that. It took two nukes to beat that out of them and emasculate them to such a point that they become what they are today. Another docile as a little puppy. Somewhat, but it's still in there. But they're but they're also making all the stuff. 
Like, eh, well, we're not the. Well, they 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 just let's shifted just gears. Make everything. Well, it's like the Romans. Okay, the Romans decided at one point that we cannot take over the world militarily. They said, we're a bunch of short Italians. How are we going to keep beating these people? We like to drink too much. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of fucking to do. And <laughs> I mean, we've got, a, we've got a lot of modern wars to lose. So what we're going to have to do is because, you know, the Italians never want to foot. They never win modern wars. But um, what they did is what, uh, is what these warrior-like cultures do. They shift gears. They figure, well, we can't win this way. So here's what we want to do. So they did it through religion. The Catholic Church is just the Roman Empire. It is structured exactly the same, except they changed the names of some of the offices. They left some of them alone. You know, the censor and stuff like that. Those are Roman offices, and they just turned them into the church. And they said, well, we're just going to take over the world spiritually. Very smart thing to do. And they did. Um, as a matter of fact, they they were kingmakers, and they were. Isn't it still the biggest religion, like the just Catholic Catholicism? I don't know. I think Islam is overtaken. Yeah, it's like one point eight billion. Well, Indonesia alone has more, you know, which is just odd. That is weird, and they're you don't hear about a whole lot of uh, terrorism coming out of that. Well, they're not they're not uh, extremists. I think they're probably secular. Yeah, they are. They're like the Jews or our Jews. <laughs> well, but every we're just going to write jokes and uh, we're we're going to we're going to adapt so th- so thoroughly to our religion that it just becomes our lifestyle. Yeah. But and then half of us don't believe it anymore. But we do. It's like Louis Black was talking about uh, Hanukkah. We're going to light the candles. Ah, fuck it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he said, by the second day, you don't give a shit. We're going to light the candle today. <laughs> It's a candle. Stop fucking crying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no. But the the Japanese were yeah we're trying to take over the world uh, through economics. And at one point, man, they were kicking everybody's ass. But then they become too Americanized. They became lazy. They wanted to see the fruits of their labors as opposed to just their labors. I'm sure. I'm guess what they do now is what we do. All their stuff is made in China and all and smaller, or not smaller, but yeah, I don't think they're a, a manufacturing base anymore. I think that they, they're, they're they innovate and then they yes. send the schematic somewhere else and have it built. Yes, I would. What we I would do. assume. Um, the, the TV's coming out of there, man. Top notch. Fuck yes! Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, the Sony. Who wants a zenith? Are you fucking kidding me? I thought it was pronounced zenith or, or an Orion. Remember the Orion. Orion? I know, but a lot of people pronounce it Orion. <laughs> G-E-T-V. Fuck you. No, thank you. Know what that piece of shit. I barely trust you to make my fucking mixer. You're not making my fucking TV. <laughs> yeah, um, fuck. Anyway, Dark Knight Rises, I thought it was great. But I didn't like Talia Ogle's death scene. She just died weird. She was fucking so... Goddamn hot in that she fucking is movie. Ridiculous. She had some milky slap arounds in that She's one. She's got some big old snops. <laughs> slobber knockers. <laughs> some uh, yabos. Some jaboomboos. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. And then that accent. Holy more. shit. I mean, just. I think that's just her real accent. Yeah, no, she's French, I believe. But, uh, like, her death scene was so dumb. Yeah, it was not good. Bane, Bane should, like, it, it shouldn't have twisted back to. To her, it should have just been Bane. I don't know. I, I like the twist. I didn't eh. like the death. I didn't like the death. I didn't like Bane's death either. 
he didn't. It really should have been a big deal. Yeah, she shot him with the bike. Yeah, that's dumb. I didn't like her with that. That fucking uh, draw just got me after a while. Oh, like, uh, her, her, her. Uh, why don't you come up here and see me sometime? Yes, her. basically, is May West. Just I liked it. I uh, thought it was good, and I like just whenever she snapped from being, um, a uh, the the maid. I tell you what, I did like is it showed how clever she was. Like when they came busting in the bar and trying to get everybody, she starts screaming. That was awesome. That was fucking awesome. Like she's so fucking smart, and she's a very good actress. Yes, she is. Uh, Anne Hathaway's a great actress, but I also like uh, Rose Burns fucking making fun of her though, and uh. Yeah, <laughs> and the neighbors. I'm Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Gotham TV show this the, this season has been really good. I know yeah. you probably haven't seen any I of haven't it seen at all. A bit of it, but uh, like they they have like the who's the guy that wears the top hat and he can hypnotize people. Mad Hatter. Like he was in last season and then he escapes. This season, his, his, it, his, it was a really his, cool story. Okay. But his rogues, his rogues gallery, done properly are awesome. Done improperly, suck balls are fucking terrible. The penguin, if you do the penguin right, he could be fucking like the, the best penguin is on the Arkham games, yes. where he's that fucking weapons trader and he's not really scared of him. He's tough, you know. He's like a he's a Cockney Brit, is what he is. This that's this, fucking cool. This penguin on this show, he's it's when they're all young. Yes, and he's just. Coming up, so they still really—they only call him Penguin as like a uh, derogatory, right? Does he have the flipper hands? No, he, he wears gloves all the time. So yes, he does. Eventually, he's going to have something's going to happen to where he his hands get melted together or whatever. Maybe, but um, the the worst Penguin is he's a whiny asshole. Yeah, in this in this one, but uh, the uh, Riddler guy's cool. Still haven't started calling him the Riddler yet. Really, I. But they, I like Crane. Jim Carrey's. <laughs> I really do. I'm sorry. They've got Crane and the the Joker. I mean, did they reveal the Joker's name? Jerome something or other. And we're not sure it's the Joker yet, but he sure as shit looks like him. They they carved scars into his face. His face got melted off, and they put it back on. Right. Somehow. I don't know. He, the kid's a good actor, but like it was, they had some really. They're doing some really fucked up shit on regular TV. I'm like, if this was on HBO, if you're if you're showing. Yeah, but if you're a little bit of comic book stubbornness in me, but if you're going to have the Joker have a real name, his name's going to be Jack Napier. There, there's no other name that you can give him. I mean, because he's either going to be anonymous or he's going to be Jack Napier. There's no, in my opinion, Jack Napier was the one in the one that they made a movie, like a animated movie, right? No, it was uh, the original Batman movie with Nicholson, but that was actually his name in a lot of the continuity in the Batman comics. Jack Napier was his name. But the Dark Knight one, you didn't know. No, exactly. I like that better. And he had forty different origin stories. That's fucking awesome. He was, was, I mean, ridiculously (laughs) good at that fucking role. These scars. Oh God! When he would just, what do you want? Uh, Half. (laughs) I might watch that again tonight. Um, I don't know. I, I like the the Gotham show. I'm hearing that the what's it called? Krypton. Yeah. I'm hearing that it's okay. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Why would I want to be, see a bunch of Kryptonians who don't have superhuman powers? I don't want to see that. Who cares? I don't know. I might, uh, I'm just saying. I, it doesn't. It doesn't in. seem appealing. I haven't. Uh, 
Well, they don't have powers when they're on Krypton, right? No. When they go other places. Exactly. They do. Well, places with the yellow sun. So I'm guessing what will happen is it's going to build up to something. I don't know. But well, I what's going to happen is the they're going to bring in Jor-El, and Jor-El is going – the, the end of this series is going to be Jor-El putting Kal-El in the ship and sending him off. And then they could do the continuity where uh, his cousin gets put in a, in a ship, too, and comes to – Comes to Earth as well. What's that one about? Supergirl. Oh. she was she was Superman's cousin, and um, I only remember the very very bad eighties movie with Helen Slater. Yeah, yeah. it was dog shit. It was terrible. I know. Which I saw her the other day in uh, Kroger's. <laughs> she was the, she's the cashier. <laughs> well, she's the manager <laughs> on duty. She was just she's covering. the she's the MOD. She was covering. So give her give her give her her due. <laughs> No, uh, she was. She's in a couple movies from the eighties. She's in. Uh, <laughs> she's in some bad ones. Um, Secret of My Success. As much as I love that movie with Michael J. Fox, it's a piece of shit. She's in that. Um, she's in uh, Ruthless People. Which, if you've never seen that, have you ever seen that? I've no. Danny DeVito and Bette Midler, Judge Reinhold, Helen Slater. I didn't know Judge Reinhold was in Stripes. Yeah, he sucked. <laughs> he was just—he's so bad. Had two lines. Yeah, I like Judge Ryan. Hey man, are you holding? <laughs> and what's, what's so funny about that? The hey man, are you holding? Is uh, fucking Egon? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. No man, no yeah. man. It's a real bummer. <laughs> just, bump, just bouncing up and down. Yeah. And he walks away. Yeah. And he knows how stupid he looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were just making a movie to make the people on set laugh. I believe. I think, and that movie was two different movies. Like, if they could have stopped with the hour or whatever, 45 minutes of, uh, you know, just being in uh, in boot camp, yeah, I would have been fine with it. it been, yeah. The rest of it's kind of- Sort of like Full Metal Jacket, right? Well, yeah, of course. The first, 40, first hour of- Arlie Ermey just fucking- Yeah, just- Chewing up the fucking scenery. Everything. He's in Mississippi Burning. He plays the, uh, he plays the mayor of the town they're in. Is Mississippi Burning worth a, a look? Yes. Definitely. Yeah, I would watch it. I'm sure I saw Gene it. Hackman's performance is so fucking strong in it. That it's, it's, about, a, it's about racism, right? Yeah. Like in the- uh, Apartheid. By, essentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love Gene Hackman because he he's a, he plays a guy from out from Mississippi. He's only he's he's only he's from a town thirty miles away from the town they're in, right? And so he knows how these people are, but he's not he doesn't sympathize, and he doesn't he he's he's one of these people he's he's from there, and he hates them even more than the people. But he's also onto their ways. He you know, and he tries to get Willem Dafoe to he's savvy. Yeah, he tries to get Willem Dafoe to Willem Dafoe plays a a, a, a Hoover boy. He plays a, a Kennedy, one of those sixties era Kennedy guys. You know what I mean? Who are the best white guys? They're tough. I mean, the cream of the crop. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm serious. They're tough. They're fucking, uh, they're all about justice. They want everybody to be equal. They're all about still the aspiration, you know? There was that point where John F. Kennedy engendered a whole group of people like that. Uh, and, um, but he doesn't know how to play by the rules down there. Like he tries to start to talk to black people by sitting in the back of the restaurant with with the black people when they're eating. That's not a way to get any answers about anything because they're coming down to find out what happened to these uh, civil rights workers who got killed. He's like a cop, right? Yes. Well, he's an FBI agent. They're both FBI agents. Female hey. body inspectors. <laughs> Muff divers. I mean, they get a, it's a it's a fish, a small fish. <laughs> um, no. Um, 
one of my favorite scenes is Gene Hackman. Michael Rooker, of course, plays a fucking great racist. He always plays a good racist. <laughs> he was great in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Have you ever seen that? No. It's really good. He's good in Mallrats, playing uh, Claire Forlani's dad. God, he was in Mallrats. Yeah, fucking... He's been old forever, huh? Yeah, he has. Michael Rooker's got to be in He's an eight-man out. He's got to be in his 60s, right? Yeah. He still looks fucking tremendous. Yeah, he's. T- I think he works out and takes care of himself, but in a natural way. Wasn't he the... Uh, in uh, Guardians, yes, Michael Rooker plays Yondu. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's like this really uh, over the top, violent, hayseed redneck. You know, threatening all, calling everybody nigger left and right. You know what I mean? And so is uh, you. <laughs> somebody's gonna listen to this show and fucking get that impression. <laughs> Are you really a racist? No. <laughs> but um. Oh, 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 oh. But uh, Gene Hackman comes in and he comes up to the uh, they're in this this club and he's and he's just he's fucking with them like all these hayseeds. He's trying to get them to break. And um, are they pushing him them one step closer to the edge? (laughs) Everything he says. (laughs) No, but he's (laughs) Michael Rooker is like trying to threaten him. He reaches out and grabs Michael Rooker's balls. Mm. Just fucking handful. That's a power move. That he's like, get, he's like, get this straight. Don't you mix me up with some other body? And he fucking knocks him down. And he gets up and he shows his gun. He's like, any of you got any? He's any you got any of you got the fucking guts? You know, and there. I love the character. His name's Anderson. Um, Anderson Cooper. Wouldn't it be great if Anderson Cooper was really like that? Like behind <laughs> no, the scenes, he was just like a, a fucking mother. hard ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Probably he might be. I like yeah, Anderson. I know you don't like him, but I, I like don't him. dislike him. I just don't care. Well. I like him when he's. I think he's a propagandist. Well, yeah. I mean, but I'm saying that I like him when he gets some gets these obvious sycophants and stuff on the air, and he's just so snarky to him. I mean, that's that. You have to take a small measure of satisfaction out of that, or the whole thing will drive you fucking crazy. Because you see people like Paris Denard, you see people like um, Jason fucking Miller, the guy with the 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 goatee. Have you ever seen this fucking guy? No. Oh, he's a, he's a fucking douchebag in the Jason half. Miller. You yes. say. Sounds like a backup point guard for the 76ers in the 80s. He looks he looks like a failed hockey player. Hmm. Oh, oh. American spokesman Jason Miller? Yes. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah, look at him. Doesn't he just like a fucking douchebag? He looks terrible. I hate goatees, man. Just like just like a goatee. Like yeah. a, you're spending too much time on your facial hair if you just have a goatee, you know. Either grow a beard or don't. Well, I mean, get in or get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit or get off the pot. Exactly. But he, fight this guy. Yeah, I'll do. See, he's, you want to be Jason he's Miller? A, he's <laughs> one of the ones I rage watch because I can't fucking stand him, and he'll make demonstrably false statements. You want to be Jason Miller at a restaurant, and I'm going to come up and confront you? Sure. Okay, hold on a second. Let me find. Right. I have to be Jason Miller. Yeah, I don't know if I can pull it off. I think you can do it. I believe in you. Um, can I get a vanilla milkshake? Hey! What? What's the deal with the goatee, man? Well, you don't like it? Why you spend so much time grooming your face? I, I mean, I don't want the full beard because I don't think it looks right. Goatee don't look right either, man. I was thinking of shaving my head. Can I do that? You can do whatever you want, but... The stone cold? Do if you're... Okay. That's the only time a red, just a goatee is acceptable if you shave your head and do stone cold. What is your name, sir? Reginald Vell Johnson. 
You always played a cop. Why was that? Because they wanted to put a black man in power. Now, seriously. Goatee. Can I get that milkshake to go? Full beard. Shave your whole face or shave your head. Then you can have a goatee. I'm glad that Donald Trump is in office to help you out. I wasn't even talking about that. Mr. Black. That is beyond the point. I love Donald Trump. What I don't love is that you just have a goatee. It's making me mad. Well, I'm not going to grow the full beard out. Well, then you should shave the goatee. I'm warning you. I can't do it. Can't never could. I believe in you. I think you can just shave the goatee or grow a full beard. <laughs> why are you so? Why are you laughing? You think I'm funny? I'm actually choking. Choking on my vanilla milkshake. It's it's very. If you were choking, you spicy. wouldn't be able to talk spicy. <laughs> It's going with my plain spaghetti. <laughs> You're just eating butter noodles? Yes. Are you a grown man or are you a six-year-old? Well, I mean, I, I, I've never had ethnic spices in my foods. Ethnic. You mean black, right? Well, amongst others. Engine? Donald Trump loves Indians. <laughs> Shake the goatee, man. I'll look into that, Reginald. All right, peace, man. Have a nice day. And scene. <laughs> that was terrible. I was awful. <laughs> I thought I was great. <laughs> Didn't sound anything like Reginald Bell Johnson. You don't know what Reginald Bell Johnson sounds like when he's not in character. <laughs> I would imagine it's exactly the same. Mm, no. No. You think Urkel sounds the same when he's not in character? <laughs> Khalil. Jaleel White. I remember when he tried to make a career after Urkel and it was just painful to watch. That, that probably sucks for him because he probably wasn't that bad. Of no, he wasn't. But you, you're typecast. You can't just just accept it. You're Urkel with for the, life. Same thing with Stuart Little. You can never get any other roles after that. He was typecast as a mouse. All right, well, you know. What are you going to do? He's Samoan. Fat guy, right? I don't know if it's like called motherfucker fat. He's he's got a little bit of weight problem. What's a nigga supposed to do? He's Samoan. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard about his new movie? Who uh, Samuel L? No, well, probably, but it's uh, Tarantino. (laughs) Tarantino. No, Uh, it's going to be about Manson, Brad Pitt, and um, DiCaprio are on board. I don't know who's playing who, who's playing what. Don't give a fuck. But they're both in, and I'll go don't see give it a fuck. I will see the shit out of it. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it the first fucking day. I wanted to make promise. I wanted to make uh, Kill Bill Volume Three. You really want another one of those three of his ten movies that he's going to make or Kill Bills? I think we could get away with it by saying that's one movie. I think you can too. I think you're right. Yeah. He says he's only making ten. Let's see what's, what's he's what he's what has he got? He's got Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Hateful Eight, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, um, Kill Bill One and Two, um, Death Proof. Is that one of his? No, he made he, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. He made one. He only got two left. He made one of those in the Death Proof for the. Uh, he didn't direct those. Planet. Those, those, those he are directed only, one. They're brought to you by Quentin Tarantino, and that's a it's a vignette. It is not a movie, so they don't count. Well, one of them's. I mean, they're two hours long. No, he directed they're, one. They're an hour. At they're an hour tops. No. Planet Planet Terror. Planet Terror was was his, I believe. I think it was pretty long. I think Planet Terror was Robert Rodriguez. 
pretty sure. Rose McGowan. Tarantino did Death Proof. I think Tarantino's Death, Death Proof. I think you're right. And it's not. Yeah, a, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an hour. You sure? Pretty sure. It was a double feature, remember? I know it was a double feature, but I don't think... Man, Kurt Russell's in that motherfucker. I remember it, too. How long? Tell me how long it is, you queer. You stupid app. Uh, Do you want to IMDb or something? One hour and 53 minutes. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's a movie, so that's nine. Directed and written by. Maybe he doesn't count it, though. I don't actually believe he's going to... Yeah, he's that. It's not that's bullshit. Jackie Ram, Dust Till Dawn, the cunniest thing. Yeah, that's ten. That's at least ten. No, from Dust Till Dawn is Robert Robert Rodriguez. He did direct it, but he did uh, write it. Seven count. Kill Bill, Sin City. What did he do with Sin City? He might have just been in it. I think he might have had a a role or something. Hateful Eight. Have you watched Hateful Eight since? uh, No. It's a slog, buddy. That is a beat. It's good as shit. I like it. He directed a scene in four rooms. He had something to do with Desperado, apparently. <laughs> that scene he did in four rooms. God damn, that show was fucking. Uh, it was so him. Like you can tell. You can Chete. Not. You know what? He doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just more like this. Carlos Estevez. Django Unchained might be my favorite one of his movies. You know. Uh, Inglorious Bastards is. I mean, it's I, hard, man. It's, it, it is hard to pick. Pulp least, Fiction. Sometimes I, I just sit down and watch Pulp Fiction, and I forgot how great of a fucking movie it is. There's, it's fucking flawless. I mean, when you can make Travolta <laughs> menacing, <laughs> you've got something, my friend. <laughs> you've done. Something. You can bottle that <laughs> because he is the most non-threatening person ever. Like when he plays a a, a villain role, he's not convincing at all. Very rarely, man. The only time he is in that, he's not even really a villain in that. He's just an asshole. Like, Vincent Vega is a fucking prick. He's so aloof. Yeah, he really is. Like, he's high all the time. I mean, that's fucking great. Well, they, they're on heroin, right? Mm-hmm. He's doing heroin and all the whole time. Yeah. Jesus. Vincent Christ. Vega and Jules. What's your least favorite one of his movies? Least favorite? Jackie Brown? Mm, I don't know. That's I like, I like Jackie Brown. It's the one I've seen the least. Well, you know, Death Proof is the one I've seen the least. I've um, seen it once, and it was good. The Hateful Eight would be my least favorite. I, I might agree. Mm-hmm. I like the Hateful Eight, but uh, it was rough, man. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those. It's one of those that eh, it's the journey, not the payoff, and there is little payoff. Like it's, it doesn't end well. Everybody it, dies. Yes, <laughs> literally everybody dies. I, but there are some extremely funny moments. Like whenever they're well, Samuel to get- Jackson making the guy suck his dick before he yeah, kills him. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about whenever uh, anytime somebody goes out when they get to that sh- the uh, shack yeah. shack where everybody's holed up. Yeah. Anytime somebody goes out, close the goddamn door. Yeah, I love that shit. It takes Fuck. two nails, not one, <laughs> two in each board. <laughs> everybody's screaming at each other about it. I found that to be pretty funny. Um, Walton Goggins is a master. Is a fucking. I like Walton Goggins a lot. I, I like uh, Walter Walton Walter Goggins. No, it's um, Walton. Is it Walton Goggins? Okay. Um, one person he needs to cast in one of his movies is Danny fucking McBride. I can see that happening. 
and and bring something out of him that he's never put up on the screen before. I don't don't want him to change too much. I want him to be Kenny Powers, <laughs> but Tarantino's Kenny Powers. <laughs> you know what? I feel like I feel like his Kenny Powers character is just like what a redneck from Carolina thinks a Tarantino character would be like. So that's how he he acts. I think that's how it, that's I probably think, right. Not I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about uh, Danny McBride. I'm thinking. I'm talking about the guy. The guy Kenny Powers. Yeah, he wants to put on this persona. Yeah, so he, everybody thinks he's a badass. Mm-hmm. He like watches all these Tarantino movies. So he just. I'm, I'll just. Be I like know. That. I don't think he. I don't think he gets Tarantino movies. Sorry, yeah. I had to fart. I think no. I think I think you're right. I don't think he gets Tarantino movies, but I think he thinks he gets them. And <laughs> yeah. <wants> okay. <laughs> yeah. You know Is I mean? there anything worse than somebody watching something and trying to get it and they're not getting it? I'm not sure I get them either. To be quite honest, yes, you do. Some of them I do, but what don't you get? I'm not sure I got Pulp Fiction. To be quite honest, it's all in different weird orders. Everything's all fucked up. Oh, fuck you! You know how that you know that works. <laughs> it has to be told that way. I like it. I enjoy it. It's it's a good movie. Chronologically, I don't think it would work. Probably not. So somebody's made an edit of it. Well, definitely put it chronologically. Uh, speaking of edits, apparently the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is unwatchable. That, that's what I've heard. I've not heard anything about it, but I know that they don't want to release it. All right. Well, I I just think they DC just needs to take a powder. They're done. They they haven't they haven't released anything besides Wonder Woman that's worth a shit. Marvel's getting ready to. Wreck fucking shop with Infinity Gauntlet, and then they got Captain Marvel coming out. And apparently, it's going to be really fucking great. And uh, fucking, what's it called? Uh, the the second Ant Man, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, that's coming out this summer, I think. Keep farting, sorry. Um, now nah, the they can get it back on track real easy. All it takes is one man. Just takes one to get it back on track. I, I they. I just get sick when I consider that they took the best, well, the most iconic superheroes, and they didn't, and they just kept, they let Zack Snyder keep making movies, and they really should have stopped that bullshit. They should have broke it to him. It should have been Christopher Nolan directing that fucking movie. That's that's I know, but they they should have exerted some pressure or thrown some fucking money at him. And be like, dude. I don't know that or, he cares or, about or that. or that's, has, that's, that's what's weird that's about That's fair. Him. That's fair. But I do think that if somebody who he cared about, who was in the studio, who was a friend of his, came to him and said, listen, man, this is big. This is the biggest comic book movie of all time. It has to be done correctly. We don't think Zack Snyder can do it. And indeed, they were and fucking Christopher right. Christopher would say, I've already done the best comic book movies of all time. What more do you want from me? Um. I think that he would have been up for the challenge of Superman. I think that a Christopher Nolan Superman would have been something I quite, like quite remarkable. I, I honestly, still to this day, I like Man of Steel. I it's think not it's, good. I liked it. I, I know like you it. like it, and I, and I try not to trot on it, but I did uh, trot on your your belief. I'm not trying to shit on you, but I'm, I am saying I went back and tried to watch it. It's fucking terrible. It's unwatchable. I like the it. characters are not developed. It's, I think they I think they almost overdeveloped Superman. I'm talking about the other cast members who were completely underutilized. You have Kevin Costner as Jonathan Kent, who is a who was meant to play that fucking role. He's meant to play a, a, a stoic Midwesterner because that's what the fuck he is. And they didn't even use it right. And Diane Lane is his mother. We didn't get a good performance out of her until Batman versus Superman. 
It's only one movie after. I'm saying, though... I mean, I agree they could have developed all the other characters, but they did spend a shitload of time developing the main character. But well, let, me, let, me, let me... And they developed her, too, because she was trying to help him deal with how he... Well, let me... His powers. That's true, but let me fix that. Um, they didn't develop her until the end of Batman what you're, Superman. What you're saying is that it should have been two movies, three movies even, before they even tried to do a Justice League. Absolutely. Establish what they should have done is they just t- taken a page from Marvel. But here's what, what they, they should have done is maybe got a younger actor to be uh, Clark and started from when he was a teenager. Or Absolutely, something. they haven't. See, they tried to take the page from Brian Singer. Brian Singer, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Superman Returns is fucking awesome. That's a good movie. It's pretty good. But um, he said, "Well, I don't want to tell the origin story because everybody's done it." And he was right in theory, but when it came down to the fucking meat and potatoes, rubber hitting the road, bad fucking idea. You have to tell that fucking story. You have to tell it, no matter what. I mean, how many times have we seen the origin story of Batman now? Um, 50 fucking times. It's in every one of the video games. Yes. It's in one... Who tells it best? Nolan. Yes. No. Well, actually, I like the way they did it in Batman vs. Superman, but... It, but it's just a three-minute thing. Was well, it more seventies looking too? Yeah, I mean, Zack like Snyder has a yeah. Zack Snyder has a vision. visually. Visually, he is fucking uh, incredible. Well, that's a matter of opinion as well. I agree, but I know what crap is going on behind the fucking scene, so it ruins it for me. So, uh, the opening scene, of, I mean, the Watchmen, the opening scene of that with that's fucking good. The times they are. Yes, yeah, that's really good. That's fucking incredible. That's see, he's one of those guys. He should have made the trailer. But um, I can, yeah, <laughs> I can agree with that. Yeah, it's like it's like we've talked about this before. The person who shot the Logan trailer with the hurt fucking song on it yeah. should have gotten an Oscar them fucking self. Yeah, that should be a category. What are you gonna do? Well, I, but it should be. Here's the challenge: you should have to take a shitty movie and make it something that people would want to see. Uh, Suicide Squad. Yes, absolutely. But you know what? I'm, I'm I want to see the actual cut of Suicide Squad that David Ayer had because they fucked that around too. I That's tried to watch doing. it. I tried to watch it the other day. Unwatchable. Could not it's, watch it. It's okay. I can be entertained by anything. I'll give it a shot. It's just so fucking predictable, and it's so. If Margot Robbie's on the screen, I'm going to keep going. I so. don't like her. I love her. She's fucking gorgeous. She's all right. Oh my god! Are you serious? Get the fuck out of here. You, you know what's? I know your brand but in still. my brand, and she's not in it. She's statuesque, big tits. Come on. Yeah, it's better. It's a high C. I'm not saying she's bad. She's fucking gorgeous. You saw her in fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> she was a dirtbag. Yeah. yeah you like her? You like that one better, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Instead of a psycho, she's just a dirtbag. <laughs> but again, given the choice between her and Dominican Poison, there is not a cho- there's not a decision I would take there. Margot Robbie all day, every nope. day. We at least speak the same language, and she's got a lot of money. <laughs> and I hear she had a great performance in I, Tanya. I liked the... I liked her in the fucking uh, the ad they did for Australia. God <laughs> damn it! I can't believe that's, that's not a not fucking, a fucking movie. movie. God, that pisses me off. What about the big short where she explains what shorting stocks is? And that's fucking awesome. She's in a bath. And yes, like she's all all hot, and she's all right. Fuck off, then. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I like about the uh, the Australians are rude about asking you to leave. The Brits are extremely polite. They have the off you go. <laughs> Have you ever heard a Brit do that? Yeah. Off you go. You know, that's so. We have, all right. 
Yeah, that's, Americans, you ever notice yes, that? Yeah, Anytime an American is getting ready to leave or an, or an American wants somebody to leave, all right then. All right, bub. <laughs> and that has to be placed very strategically. You'll piss somebody off with that if you don't do it right. Mm-hmm. Off you go. It doesn't really matter where you place it. It works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can do it in a shitty way, but it's still polite, so you can't really get mad at it. Uh, fuck off, which is what Australians do. They don't really give a fuck if they piss you off, so they can use it anytime. All right, fuck off. You know, it's just yeah. I, um, I don't even know what the the Suicide Squad. It, I would like to see the original cut of that because it had more Joker. Apparently, I, there was like there was like a whole hour's worth of shit that they switched around. I don't know. I would like to see what what was actually supposed to be done in that movie. Just like I would like to see what was actually supposed to be done in Justice League. That's fair. I mean, just for comparison's sake, but it, it just there are some times where the cut that they do is better. Like I remember seeing a, an alternate cut of or, or scenes he took out of Star Wars Episode One that would have saved it. The Phantom Menace. Yes, it would have. That would have saved it. Really? Yes. Like get, got rid of Jar Jar. No, but it actually got rid of established it established him not as just some kid, woo, but as kind of like a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did what? The, oh, it's so bad. <laughs> God, it still haunts me. They're high fiving. Like, did we high five then? Like in this galaxy far, far away or whatever? A long time ago. Am I? I'm going to give you this thing, and. <laughs> Does that scene with him and Natalie Portman, and she's such a good actress, and you know she had to be just, just backstage like this kid can't fucking act. He's killing this thing. <laughs> you know that all of them were like that, but you know Liam Neeson was the worst. That's why he didn't come back. You're talking about Liam Neeson's, <laughs> no, Liam Neeson's though. You're talking about Raja Ghul. Raja Ghul, though. What a weird character that is. Like they. Uh, back to the Dark Knight trilogy, they even grounded him in reality somehow. He yeah. only came back in like a flashback thing. Like, well, that's the thing about uh, Nolan's. That's the reason the Nolan's Batman movies won't work with in, the larger DC universe. Yeah. Because Superman is too fantastic to put in there. They wanted Christian Bale to to be in these in these movies. Christian Bale actually, I think, was interested in in some small part. If but Nolan he, was, but he knew. It. Yeah, well, exactly. No one could have made Superman fit. All you have to do is you just turn that up incrementally. Yeah. Like you do the world has to be the world where we're living in which with Batman, right? But all you do is you introduce you introduce a Superman movie and you build him incrementally. You build him like like we're say like the, with the origin and all that stuff and the next thing you know he explodes on the scene and it changes everything and you really have to have that moment where just the fabric of reality is torn because there's this person that has these godlike abilities. It was so fucking heavy-handed when Zack Snyder did it. That is true. That is just unwatchable. <laughs> so Christopher Nolan has the deft touch where he could have built the character and built everybody's reaction to said character. You know, Bruce I mean, he, Bruce Wayne would not have known because he wouldn't have given a fuck about Superman because 
you have to age him with Superman. You have to build him in the Affleck Batman as you're building Superman. A, a character that's increasingly paranoid, that's increasingly, increasingly isolated, that, that has to have everything his way, that has to have everything under control, that wants to be martial law as long as he's instituting the martial law. That's what you do. And the next thing you know, he's been driven. Jed's a millionaire. <laughs> but he's been driven to that point, And then you have this character who completely fucks him up because he can't control that. Boom. Movie built right there. And how many? Tell me I can't write them. Well, how many, um, how many Superman movies and how many Batman movies Three. before they meet? Three Superman movies. Two Batmans before Two they Batman meet. movies. Redoing Origin or... Are we continuing? No, just the same. The well, same if Nolan thing. did it, then they, yes, they would exactly. be able to continue. That's what we're talking about. If no one re- if no one did, but him, if no one redid it, would not redid it. Or if, not, if, if, if no he continued on, continued on, yeah. would they would they bring back? Um, uh, fucking what's his face? Uh, the Bruce the Bruce Wayne from the trilogy. I forgot his fucking name already. Even though I just said it, Bale Christian Bale, or would it be Joseph Gordon Levitt? Who was who was woefully ill prepared, by the way? Yeah, no to be shit. Batman. He's like, oh, I guess no I'm martial Batman arts. Now. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just a cop. I've like, got a cop with lots of weapons. Or would there be a Robin? Um, I, I think what or you, would he be Robin? I think what you could do is, even. I think what you could do is, you could bring Bale back as Batman. Well, that's what you could do. You could go that route too. You could you could introduce Superman, right? Introduce Superman as this wild card in. Earth. He's a wild card. He's Charlie. <laughs> I'm wild card. <laughs> uh, no, as this um, this thing that's going to change everything, and you'd have to have a, a, an event that draws him back into being Batman. You know what I mean? Like someone would have to get hurt, something like that. You know what I mean? It, which is kind of what they did in the Zack Snyder, but again, very heavy handed and not good. So. I can see the thing that drives me nuts is I can see what Zack Snyder was trying to do, and I guarantee you that Christopher Nolan was trying to talk him through it. Be like, here's what you do: you build it this way. Because he is a producer on this. Yes, and he had some control. And I guarantee he was horrified as the dailies kept coming back and like, man, this is just isn't good. This just isn't good. But he knew that Batman's legacy was secure, and he knew that he had created his noirish, amazing. Arguably best comic book movies of all time. So he didn't really give a shit at that point. Well, even if they weren't branded as Batman, they would it would still be very good noir movies. So, but but that's how that's how but also but also what you could do is as I mentioned, and if you're going to take a different tack and you're going to cast somebody else as Batman, you're just going to redo it, right? What you do is you build it which is what they kind of did, but they failed miserably. You build your universe around the Dark Knight Returns and Kingdom Come. That's what you do, because that is your end game. Marvel always had an end game. From the first fucking movie, he knew the progression of what was going to happen, when, what movie was going where. Maybe not exactly, but he had a, a, a an idea that got hammered out. As it went, as it went on, and Stan, this is all Stan Lee's doing too. By the way, Stan Lee has has engineered this whole thing. That was he. He's had this idea for twenty years, you know. But it's already been going for ten now, right? I'm saying though that he had this idea for the films to progress in this in this fashion. To and I, but I don't think it was Infinity War that he was building to. I think it was Secret Wars, but they changed it to Infinity War. I don't. This is definitely not the last one. What's his face? No. Uh, 
What's his face? Iron Man's going to die. Captain America's going to die. Captain America's... He, Vision is going to die. The guy that plays Captain America is still on for one more Avengers movie. This is the third Avengers movie, right? This is the third. There's going to be four. He's still on for that right, one. But I'm That's saying, what he's going to die. But I'm saying this, this one, it, we've got a Kill Bill situation here. Th- it's, these it's these two, movies. two movies are one movie, so it's just too big to put So it's going to be Infinity War 2? Yes, basically. It's going to be... What has to happen is... The guy that's going to finish off Thanos, or Thanos, or whatever, I always called him Thanos, is Adam Warlock. I don't know who that is. Adam Warlock was introduced at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Remember the gold-skinned people? Oh, yeah! That's Adam Warlock. Okay. Adam Warlock is the only one powerful enough to take the gauntlet from Thanos. But there's also going to be some time traveling. If they do it like they did Jim Starlin's vision for the Infinity Gauntlet and Perez and all them, what happens is... He actually gets the Infinity Gauntlet, but then he becomes this thing called the Magus. And the Magus is this horrible, awful, ten times worse. It sounds like Scottish food. <laughs> Magus. <laughs> um, it sounds like rotten Scottish food. <laughs> well, the Haggis has turned to Magus. <laughs> but anyway, the Magus is this, he's, he's far more awful than Thanos ever thought about being. He wants to kill everything, he wants to destroy all life because he's just this terrible megalomaniac Worships death character And he's just But he is Adam Warlock He is the progression Of what happens To Adam Warlock As the Infinity Gauntlet Takes him over So Adam Warlock Is going to have to go Back in time Go back in time To To uh, Enlist the help of Thanos And Thanos at the end Is the one who 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 actually defeats Is he going to do a face turn? Yes, he is. Oh, what boy. happens at the end of the, in the? It's one of the best panels. Is it a double turn? Is like when Stone Cold and Stone Cold passed out from the pain in the sharpshooter. <laughs> I guess <laughs> if that helps you. Are, are you going to sit here and pretend like you don't remember that the blood trickling down Stone Cold's face? If it helps you, um, it kind of does. <laughs> no, uh, what happens at the end? It's a really. It's some of. Uh, it's. I, Dave Perez, I think is Where does is Hulk Hogan fit into this? Where doesn't he fit in? <laughs> he just plays he plays bass. He just walks in playing bass. <laughs> Let me tell you something about bass, brother. It shatters the, the guitar, dude. Um The bass is the bottom end, brother. <laughs> it's uh, part of the rhythm section, dude. But anyway. Yeah, brother. What's gonna happen? Yeah, dude. At the end of uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, is uh, Thanos helps defeat the Magus. Mm-hmm. So he helps his sworn enemy, Adam Warlock, because Thanos just wants to. Con- he he wants everything to be in order. That's what he wants. He just wants order. He is not a fan of chaos. He's also worships. He's also in love with death. The personification of death, which they haven't introduced her yet, but he sees that. It's terrible what's going to happen. He he's not he's not fully prepared for for where this is going, you know. And then he he doesn't like it. So in the end, I don't like it. In the end, they they come to this planet, and this is after everything's done. This is after Thanos is. They think Thanos is dead, and everything's over. The Magus is dead. Adam Warlock wins because the Infinity Gauntlet is now the protector of the Infinity Gauntlet. Runs the show. They come to this planet. It's a foreign planet. It's got these. Big thing of weeds, and they see this person standing in the distance. It's a scarecrow, but it's Thanos's. It's Mrs. Thanos King there. It's Thanos's battle suit. Who? Scarecrow, and Mrs. King. Yeah. 
Jesus. I know. That's a fucking I, reference. I went fishing for that. Jesus Christ. Who <laughs> came on after Fall Guy, I think. I, you you could have th- thrown in a Jake and the Fat Man. <laughs> um, but it's Thanos' uh, battle clothes hung on this thing. And he's a, he's become a farmer. And they said, and he's like, I, and he's sitting on this porch, just sitting there. And he said, I've been waiting for you. Just looking over his land. Basically. And, and then they walk off. And that's it. And that's the end. Very elegantly constructed. It's a great story. Marvel, for some reason, has always been able to construct a more elegant story. Not that they were a better comic book company, because that's a matter of opinion. I mean, how can you argue that somebody's a better comic book company when you have characters from DC coming out just churning them out? Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, these iconic characters. Lizard Man. I bet there's a Lizard Man somewhere in one of these. Uh, There's a Lizard Man in Marvel. I figured. Yeah. But he's a the lizard. Fish guy. <laughs> bear man. Man bear pig. <laughs> do you think the Dog uh, Boy. Do you think the uh the Aquaman movie will be any good? No. I wonder who's doing it. Who cares? It'll probably be alright. Won't hold up. But I think that the the thing I came up with to instant to uh bring in his heritage with it would be a good story. Where he falls in love with Atlantean and he and some kind of Hawaii mystic Hawaiian king or something. I just don't understand. That would be a good fucking story. I don't understand. I know that they wanted to co- compete with Marvel, but there's no reason to. You're not competing. Everybody's going to want to watch these movies. All you got to do is just not. What I what I think they should have done, as I've said this before, is they should have gone more highbrow. They should have made movies kind of like The Dark Knight, but for all those characters. And you never even have to bring them together, even though everybody would want them no, to No, I think you would have to in the end, but the, the, the way you do that highbrow again is uh, Kingdom Come. Is that... You, and can you imagine the trailer for Kingdom Come? Somebody saying the Lord's Prayer over all this all this fucked up shit, like a child saying the Lord's Prayer. Well, it would exactly well, the thing. Well, I mean, child would be best, but you would have to have. I, I could just yes, I can see it in my mind. I can see this giant storm, and I can see the lightning coming down, and you've got Shazam because you know in the end, I, I've shown you the panels right yeah. where Superman is fighting Captain Marvel, and they are beating the dog shit out of each other. Is it Captain Marvel and Superman? Yes. Isn't there a Captain Marvel in... There's a Captain Marvel in both. Weird. How do they do that? Well, because a lot of the companies shared people, right? So they share ideas, and that's just a great name, Captain Marvel. Is he's a, a Marvel, so you know what I mean. But Didn't he, Isn't he Shazam, too? Yes. But Captain they changed Marvel. it to Shazam somewhat. But the, the, the stories are just vastly different. See, what happened was, here's the history behind that, and then, you know... Uh, there was another comic company that was Dark Horse. Uh, Dark Horse is great, but they came. The Hellboys came from Dark Horse. Um, but what happened with it is uh, there was another comic book company that was a contemporary of DC, and they had Captain Marvel, who is just a Superman clone. That's all he is. So they bought this character and brought him into their continuity, which was a good idea. But then the Captain Marvel in DC was actually called Captain Marvel, which was a Cree word. He's a he's a alien from this alien race, the Cree, who was in uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Ronan Ronan the Accuser is of the Cree. They're blue skinned people. So uh, no reason bring race into it. Either. But he was uh, the he, people of blue. <laughs> people of yeah. That's a, instead of saying colored person, you say blue ones. I'd like to think of a of a isn't that weird derogatory. Though? Term for think about that. Isn't that weird that instead of saying colored person, you just reverse and say person of color, and it's not offensive? Exactly. Like, I've honest to God, I've heard people, instead of calling 
saying there's this fat person, there's this person of size. It's Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? To try to not be offensive. And, and I was like, as a fat person, I'm more offended by that. Yeah, exactly. A person of size. <laughs> Why are you dancing around it? Yeah. Got, like I dance around this cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Patton Oswalt had the best bit about that, about how, how he saw a fat guy come in place and he said all he did was he didn't really walk he just didn't fall down 30 times <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen I'm, I'm glad i'm not that fat like it looks like they're falling backwards like they have to lean back yeah and build their face forward i'm glad i'm not there yet but i'm working on it i'm getting there i i, I believe that with some people it is it's just something wrong with them. Yeah, there's there was a, there was this poor girl that went. Yeah, there's there's this poor girl that went to uh, uh, that went to school up the road, and I just felt so bad for her because she was there was definitely something wrong with her. I mean, she was just that's just the way it was, and she she looked like she was in pain all the time, and it made me so sad. And so you and people her, still picked, pity lay. still picked people still picked on her, and that's just the cruelest thing. I mean, fucked up, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, they don't have any empathy yet, so some never develop it. Yeah, I mean, they're called Trump voters. Have you ever noticed how childlike they really are? A lot of them, yeah. They have no empathy. I mean, did you did you know that empathy is a sign of intelligence? So the less intelligent you are, the less empathetic you are. So that goes to prove again how unintelligent that fucking dude is. Let me make fun of a uh, handicapped reporter. Let me. Uh, let me mock a war hero. Let me go out of my way to do this. He's just, he's a shitty fucking human being. How we get there from calling? I don't know. That was amazing. <laughs> but that's a good ice cap. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening, you bunch of fucking fat faggot queers. Speaking of empathy, I hope you all have a wonderful Easter and get your dick sucked by your mothers. I'm on one tonight. I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. What do you think I should go out on here? Hmm. Hey, here we go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Come on, load up, faggot. Jesus. All right, thanks for listening. Episode 152 in the motherfucking books. Peace. Trapped against my back I held my